The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want. tuning in for the first time, that sound clip for the beginning of the show is an actual proposed, uh, supposed uh, Sasquatch recording. It's exactly what I heard uh, many, many moons ago, um, and that is why, you know, we use that particular clip uh, for the show, paranormal related, but uh, that is what a Sasquatch sounds like. And if it isn't, it should. Yeah, exactly. It should. That's right. Them bastards should sound. Well, they've they have actually taken that particular clip, and this is what I like. Why I like that one so much, and they run it through uh, the sound, you know, the, right. the sound systems that they have in the computers, and match against up. other, trying to match it up to known uh, animals, uh, mammals, and uh, different, uh, you know, obviously different primates or whatever. Um, and nothing matches. There's not a thing that's been recorded. Um, to this date that matches the voice patterns or sound patterns of that particular sound that you hear. Um, so to me, uh, that is definitely an unknown. It means it's an unknown animal, and it possibly could be our unknown Sasquatch. So. Could be an alien. Yeah, probably not, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to why I said that earlier. All right. All right, so we are back. Jeffy's had a long summer, a lot going on. I've had a long summer, a lot going on. Um, so, uh, there's been a lot going on, even though we had a lot going on, there's a lot going on in the world. Yep. We'll get to that. Yes, we will. But let's hit the paranormal stuff first. All right. Um, did you want to start out with the paranormal stuff? Or? Uh, I can, if you yeah, want me to start. Go ahead, knock it out, man. So, in the, in the hiatus, I've been, had some time to, while I'm working on the computer to watch things, and there is a, it's on Discovery, I think, in one of those networks. About an Alaskan Bigfoot called Nanty Nanty Knock Nanty Knock. This is the name they, the locals get. So there's this little place in Alaska called Portlock that had a little little community for a while. Right. And uh, they were fishermen. They were cannery or that kind of thing. And uh, eventually the community uh, disappeared. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly. Okay. Uh, did you watch the show? No, but I have a tie-in story to this. Okay. Which is quite well, see, relevant. this is good. This, this is, is quite relevant. So, so a lot of I was just bored. We said, okay, well, she sometimes indulges me when we watch Bigfoot stuff. 
So this was like a six or eight part series or something, you know, so they're going through it and they're, you know, five guys, six guys and the boat drops them off in this place yep. so they're kind of stranded. They got a, they got a satellite radio but or walkie, but, yep. you know, they're not supposed to use unless it's an emergency or they get hurt and so it's going on, going on, going on. So it was, it was, it was fairly intriguing. You know, they were, it was it was done very well. They left always left the episode end like at a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. They found something new or something different. Um, but it was one of those things. Did you ever watch the series Lost? Yes. It, this was a this was great. Everyone the was, old Lost, the original from the nineteen seventies. No, know. this is the one that came out a decade or half ago. Or Lost World, I'm thinking of. Thinking it of could Lost be Lost World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it's a plane crash and. They take you through the lives of these people that crash and play right. And, you know, again, they, they find this island and there's an old Japanese encampment they find. And there's supposedly someone on the island messing with them. So, after two, three fucking seasons of the show, I can't remember what it fucking was. We <laughs> binged a lot of hours watching this. Turns out, all these people are fucking dead. Oh, wow. This is just them in... Heaven Limbo, oh, wow. reliving these things. Ah. It, was, it was it was a very annoying ending. Ah. The reason I bring this up is because we got to the got to the second to last episode of this, and they brought in a paranormal team. Oh boy! To check over the island. Oh boy! And and so I'm like, okay, maybe keep an open mind. Maybe <laughs> maybe there's maybe some good will come of this. Right. Right. So the paranormal team, you know, the guy Rex or Conan or whatever the guy's name was, and he's got a psychic medium with him, and I got no problem psychic mediums, um, but she's having all kinds of dark thoughts and dark feelings. And so, long story short, I know I'm too late for that to really happen, but anyways, long story short, the paranormal team has decided that the island is haunted. Ah, haunted island. And they are going to sage the, the island. That wasn't really an island. It's an inlet. It's not really an island. But there's a dark forest where this thing supposedly goes. So they brought in this, basically looks like a huge fog machine. But instead of using fog juice, they run sage through it. Huh. So they sage this whole encampment and... I mean, at that point, we're invested. We just got to yeah, watch it. And, now. Yeah. and I'm not saying it didn't happen that way. I'm not right. saying that it wasn't. It didn't it didn't remove what it's supposed to at the very end. Right. Uh, one guy stayed behind, and he got attacked or something. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> it was it was one of those things that you, you, you were invested in the show. Yeah. And I really thought they were going to have something. Right. I thought even like a skinwalker. Right. Because really, really the description weren't so much like it was a Bigfoot, more like a big dog or a big wolf. It was haunted. It was possessed. There was a All right. there was a demon possessing the, the local animals, possessing a bear or something. Yeah, yeah whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. So that's the road it went down. So my my tie into this, if this is the the island inlet that I'm thinking of in Alaska, um, there is a famous. You know, uh, there was a, a, a was an old uh, fishing town uh, that ended up abandoned because the fishermen kept dying. They were their bodies. Some of them just disappeared. Literally disappeared. disappeared. They found yeah. them. Yeah, ripped apart. Ripped apart. Right. This is, yeah. Okay, it's sure, the same, sure same place. So um, 
In this now, what year did this show come out? Do you remember the seasons when it started? Because I could tell you if I was before this or after. This is for a great story. I'm sure you're before because I think this was okay. This was in the this was probably within the last eight years. Okay, so I'm thinking it was like 2015, 2014. Maybe right, maybe, maybe not. 2016. I'm trying to think. I so one of the things I do for a living um, is I uh, I work on capital improvement projects for large clients. Okay, I can't name the clients. And uh, one of these clients, I had a ton of work out in Alaska mm-hmm. um, that had to be done for different facilities. And for people who don't know what capital improvement is, uh, these are large dollar, you know, 200000 to over a million dollar projects that need to be completed. It could be something as simple as a, a new roof on a commercial building, or it could be a new parking lot, new roof, and new rooftop HVAC right. units. You know, then you're in the millions. Uh, or, or a complete remodel of the facility itself. So this is what I do. One of the things I do, I should say. So with that being said, um, I had met all kinds of people, uh, sure. vendors, you know, guys. Right. You know, these are hardcore, right. you know, I, I, I'm not going to name the gentleman because mm-hmm. I have permission, but uh, one guy I worked ex- uh, really, really close with uh, had a, a, a large construction company in Alaska. And uh, he knew a lot, he'd been in Alaska for now for 30 years of his life. So he knows it like the back of his hand. Right. He actually fought... Uh, Boom Boom Mancini. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, when Boom Boom was a, an amateur, and he beat Boom Boom Mancini in the amateurs. Uh, great story. Uh, this guy is uh, he's quite the character. So anyway, with that being said, so we we became good friends because I gave him so much work, and he did great work for me. And he was one of these true salt of the earth outdoorsmen. On spare, and he did everything. You know, moose, he's done it all. And... Uh, so we got talking, you know, about Bigfoot came up in one of the, you know, the conversations. And he goes, well, do you know about the island? And I actually, I did. You know, we got mm-hmm. talking about it. He goes, he goes, I've always wanted to do an expedition there. I'm like, so do I. So we started making plans. I go, well, we're going to need a helicopter. He goes, oh, I got that. My buddy got his trees, got a helicopter. He knew everybody. <laughs> you know, we had it all set up. Right. We had it all priced out. It was cheap. I mean, for everything, because we're going to do the cost together. For me to fly out there, food. Uh, he had extra weapons, so I had to bring any with me. You know, just me and him getting dropped off on an island. It was like four grand. It was a bargain. Um, and I had the money. Right. Uh, and, it, it, and it came down to my family. My mom and my sister and Heather were really, really dead set against me going to do this because they were really afraid I wasn't going to come, come back. back. You know, I mean, not mean I didn't want to come back. Like, Right. That was going to be it for old Jeffy. You know, <laughs> so uh, I ended up pulling out of the deal, and I regret it because it would have been a great experience. I can still pull it off if I want. I can still do it. I may still do it, but I know that that area, I know it, um, and I have contacts in that area, and it is something that I may still end up doing. Okay. So, uh, But, yeah, it is, it's a legitimate, you know, historical thing um, that happened oh, yeah. on oh, yeah. that area. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, well, I guess the I guess the descendants of that area wanted to resettle it, right? And that's why the expedition was sent down to see if it was, you know, if the things were still going on, if it's right. possible to resettle it, you know, can they make it a viable fishing village again? And that was the whole thing. This was this was the village's last chance to stay solvent or whatever. Right, right. But anyway, so so we found that one interesting. Then kind of let down in the end. So. Um, Again, along the lines of, you know, a lot of indulgence. 
So there was another one out there called Cowboys and UFOs. Oh, gosh. Gosh, come on. Really? So, so Cowboys and UFOs, again, it was... An, now, if they would have ran something like Naked Cowgirls it, it and was, UFOs, I would have watched it that. Was, oh, it gets naked at one point. Oh, so I knew it. It was an intriguing Animal title. Pearls, here we go. It was an intriguing title. So this was out in... I want to say Wyoming or Colorado or... Where, in the west wherever it was. It was out point. west, but it wasn't out warm west. It was out cold west, but... So, yeah, so these four or five UFO enthusiasts are also cowboys and ride a horse in the whole nine yards. And uh, this was known as probably five or six episodes. And uh, this was just because they would just get into wacky shit. Yeah. Like wacky shit. Yeah, it sells. Wacky shit. Whatever they can sell. So the, the pinnacle of wacky shit is that this guy's property they're investigating butts up to Native American land. There's a fence line you're not supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to cross it, and Indians will scalp you, or whatever. <laughs> so, so or, one of their buddies <laughs> goes into this. One of their buddies goes into the barn that supposedly has all this activity in it, and disappears. And they actually had the camera and the big flash of light, and the guy's not there. Oh God! So they go in the barn looking for him, and all of a sudden he's in the bottom of the barn. They catch a glimpse of him and he takes off running. So they go off chasing after him. They catch up with him just over the fence on the native land and he's at some kind of wigwam or sweat lodge or something <laughs> and he is butt ass naked oh running around screaming about this, that and the other thing. Yeah. And then the Indians show up on top of it. Oh, boy. oh yeah. So that was just, that was just entertaining. That was just entertaining. I'm just saying, I found it entertaining. But you know, did they actually get a UFO in the process? I don't think so. But I, I, there I, hopefully is a season two to this. I did a pilot. <laughs> I did a pilot TV show. I was I was part of a uh, a production a pilot TV show, and it did air somewhere in New England. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was fake. It was a horrible experience. Um, and I was so happy the show did not pick up because I didn't want my name associated with it. And uh, it it was it was absolutely horrendous, horrendously faked, and uh, that's what they do though. Um, oh, and I, oh, I remember uh, I was I complained me and Heather actually because Heather was in it too, and we complained to the producers and the director, you know, and we we're like you know we, we can't be a part of this. We're serious investigators, you know, Sasquatch investigators. We, we can't be a part of this. We're well, they, you, know, you already signed, you know, and da da da. I go yeah, but we didn't realize you're going to be faking all this, and they they and they sat us down. And they look at. Everything you see in reality TV is just like this. You know, it's just funny. Bigfoot, or they start naming shows. You know, the island bullshit. You know, it's all like this. You know, you need to get your head, you know, out of the clouds. Like right. this, this is how TV works. And they're, you know, they're being dicks about it. They were being honest. They're, in, they're, they're being dicks. It's all fake. You need to get over it. If you want to make money in this business, is how it's done. So thank God it didn't get picked up. So anyway, but yeah, that's why I'm like I can already see where this was going with the Cowboys. So much any oh. angle. I mean, they were so oh, they yeah. were they were happier than pigs and shit um, that Heather was on the show and she was deaf. Or because she was deaf. Yeah, and be like, it's a whole new angle. Don't you get it, Jeff? That's angle. a whole new audience. You know, she can sense, <laughs> right, right. She can sense them coming. Oh yeah, they had. So, they were picking out like they had a company set up to make like the action figure dolls of us. And I ain't even making this up. 
acting figure dolls, right? I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? I'd save run just for that. You know? So. Jesus Christopher's. Yeah. Any, well, yeah. Any 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 angle. And, yeah. you know, actually, I think they brought up. I don't know if it was this show they brought up. They brought it up that, you know, it was very feasible that psychics could connect with Bigfoot. And Lorraine Warren had done so at one time with, uh, when she was, they brought in, her and her husband were brought in, you know, as part of a Bigfoot thing, and Lorraine was able to mentally connect with and communicate with a, a squash. It was, it was a child squash, mm. but she communicated with it. Okie dokie. Alright. Not saying, not saying you couldn't. I believe in weird things too. But anything. I believe in weird things too, but anything it is, it is. It is possible. <laughs> you know? So... Um, I, I do have some Bigfoot stuff. Okay. I've got I've got other stuff. I've got oh I got all kinds of stuff. Holy shit, do I got all kinds of stuff? Uh, and I'm sure as you do as well. Uh, do you do you want to do another thing or do you? I oh, can just something we're local kind of ties in with both of us. Okay. So, um, Atlanta and I have been talking about being busy. We have spent the weekends in October at the Phelps Mansion, ah. which is a historical landmark here in the in the area. Um, they're doing um, a presentation on Victorian seances. Mm-hmm. So they do, they do, they walk around the mansion. And they talk about different things and you know ghost photography and this that. So a lot of part, my part, is to actually stage a seance. Now, like Alani's used to doing, it's this right. Victorian. So I was the effects behind the curtain, making the noise, making the. <laughs> Making the things float around and doing all that stuff. Um, so we spent we spent our well we still got one week left to go, but that's where we were spending our time. Um, I think there's stuff at the mansion. I mean that's, but this was just a yeah fun way of doing it. Fun way of doing it, yeah. And you get all kinds of groups in, get groups that just do nothing. You get other groups that are into it and having a good right. time. And yeah. So you know they, you know the first time they they notice something's going on behind the curtain is when. His hand pops out between the curtains and starts <laughs> waving around and this, that. And then uh, there's a point that uh, Alani gets behind the curtain and it's like a, supposed to be uh, like a seance box, medium box. And uh, she starts, you hear this, <laughs> and as they open the curtain, she's got ectoplasm coming huh. out, which is yeah. Me, yeah, right. Pulling gauze out, so, yeah, yeah. so you know, it's that kind of shit. So, um, been doing that, but the tie-in is that empirical paranormal, which our buddy, yeah, our buddy, you know, used to be part of, yeah. And uh, they've kind of gotten away, from, but this, they've got this new group, and they they really have jumped into a full board. These, this this new group is all over the place in the area, doing doing ghost tours and mm-hmm. doing so. Just wanted to give a shout out to them. That I, you know, yeah, it's nice that they're. People got time and energy to do that. I don't think the line has that time and energy to do that anymore. But very nice to see, you know. Yeah, and I, what, following up on that, as you pointed out in Paracle there, um, I do have uh, someone I want to reach out to tonight that's listening. Uh, his name is Mike. Uh, I can't. I don't want to use his last name, but uh, I know Mike uh, uh, from uh, a different world, I guess, uh, what I do outside of this. And uh, Mike is into uh, ghost investigations himself, okay. and I don't think he'd probably want, you know, for right. his professional professionalism to know that because he's a very 
serious professional. But uh, Mike, this is for you. Just give me a shout out. Thank you uh, uh, for listening to the show. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's down in uh, the Pennsylvania area, and uh, he just—it was just coming back. Uh, we got talking out of the blue. I needed him for something uh, one night, an emergency uh, service I, I, I needed, and uh, he called me. And he was at some kind of uh, paranormal dinner, and I, I can't remember the details off my head. But uh, it was funny. He called me. He's like, "Yeah, I just." And he goes, "You probably think I'm crazy, but I do. You know, I'm into this ghost of it." I'm like, "No, actually, that's right down my right down what I do." You know, I'm like, and I started telling him, you know, my experiences with the, uh, uh, the investigations that I've done uh, in the paranormal with the ghosts, um, and uh, you know, I mentioned you and your your lovely wife Alani uh, as well, uh, mm-hmm. and what you guys do. So this is kind of nice to find kindred spirits. You know, the other other aspect of your lives, yeah. you know, that you would never think, Absolutely. you know, so pretty cool. Uh, so the only thing I have as far as paranormal stuff goes, uh, I've got several new books out. Yes. Tell us about your book. So sir. I rebranded the tarot book and put it back out with a little more information in it. Is that um, the one I bought? Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you have you have a classic original. I have a classic original. Uh, so I rebranded. Signed by you, I believe. Yes, too. it is. Yeah, yeah. So I rebranded that, put that back out, and uh, that's actually doing interestingly well. I have uh, I've actually have more sales overseas. Hey, you mentioned that. Than yeah. I do in country, which that's is fine. Um, England, France. England, I think England, France are the big ones. And then uh, stateside. Uh, we also finished up and published our paranormal investigation book. Mm-hmm. on the basics and you got that out and then I did a third book which is basically uh, probably the easiest way to describe it to anyone that wouldn't write is like a, an I call it a question and answer book so the thing is 530 pages long but basically you think of or ask a question you don't need to say it out loud if you don't want to and then you open the book up and on one side of the page is either tarot card or a tea leaf figure or dice or dominoes or a fortune cookie or a rune. So there's one of the divination tools there. Right. A picture. And then on the other side of that page is what it means. So whatever you ask about your question, you open it up and there's your answer. Hmm. Cool. So so that's out there too. And uh, it's all fairly new. It's, it's, a lot of what I was working on this morning, we were at a show in end of August, beginning of September. And uh, the show itself was a bust for us, except I met a woman that has a shop in that area. We were out towards the western part of New York State. And uh, we struck a deal that she could buy them wholesale. Oh, cool. And I, so she wanted to sell the books in her shop. Oh, wow. So, I don't know how they're going to do. But, right. It doesn't, it doesn't but it's great. getting more to get it out there, the more better. Yeah. Her, so. Well, now, uh, Anvil, with that said, um, are these are these uh, books, uh, is there any links on the website? There are links on the website. What's our website, by the way? Oh, our website is www.letstalkitall.com. Right, and we can find links to these books uh, on that website? I... Yes, I do believe they are there. Okay. Um, if not, if you go to Amazon. Okay. And type in 
Yep. These books. <laughs> not these books. Don't write not that. Not these books. Not yeah, don't. Um, yeah, I'll have to make sure it's there. And uh, I'll put links on it to uh, Facebook and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I, I think I did. I know I did yeah. that. And then there was the right. yeah. So, But anyways. Yeah, because yeah, people, you know, they, hear, you know, they may want to you know, yeah, purchase this book. And, yeah. and I think there's a special collector's edition that, uh, that you can request for a few dollars more. It's signed by Angel, I believe. Is that correct? <laughs> well... You have to go through me directly for that, because oh, okay. Amazon, okay. those guys won't send it to me to sign and then send it back to them. So. Yeah, that probably wouldn't work. But you can do that, too. If you email us, well, if you email us here right. at Let's Talk It All Radio Show dot Gmail. Right. Right, dot Gmail. Yeah. Um, we, can, we can hook you up with whatever. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. So. What you got, Jeff? Well, well we're going to get back to the Bigfoot stuff at some point. Um, but the, the top of the thing I had put, uh, to switch gears a little bit, was uh, there, there's something really fascinating, and I know we've done this subject at least five times on the show, or mentioned it a hundred times on the show at this point, uh, and I know everybody on God has been doing this particular subject because of uh, the recent disclosures in the uh, you know UFO world mm-hmm. with the government and their secret programs, now not so secret. Right. Um, so, there's one thing I, I want to go back to, and, and this is why I hate, I hate, I hate doing, I hate bringing this this place up and this event because it's been done and done and done and done and done and done and done, and it's sickening to the point that it's been done. And I get that. I really, honestly do. But there's one thing that's never, ever ever mentioned in any documentary, um, any special, and I don't think in any book that I'm aware of, there's one overriding fact about this particular event in history that's undeniable. Okay? And mm-hmm. this is this is this is what I love. So Roswell, New Mexico. Alright. Now, this is nineteen forty seven. World War Two is over. Mm-hmm. The Cold War has officially started. Oh yeah. Okay. The 509th atomic bombing wing, okay? This is the same atomic bombing wing that dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, okay? The 509th. It's the only, let me say this again. Let me say this again. It's the only, only atomic bombing wing in the world in 1947. There's nowhere else that has atomic weapons that can be dropped from bombers than in Roswell, New Mexico, and from the 509th, okay? This is the most secret base at the time. This is like Area 51, and that's what's so hard for me to get across people. This is literally Area 51 in 1947, okay? The other Area 51 was Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, because that was the head of the technology division mm-hmm. for the, uh, the Army Air Force, okay? So, with that being said, these guys are the crack officers. In fact... Colonel Blanchard, that was in head of the Roswell base in 1947, was the commander, the backup commander for the bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima. So if the main plane didn't go, his plane was set to go, and he was the pilot and the commander of that plane. These are the crack officers, okay, of the Army Air Force at the time. With that being said, <laughs> there is one overriding fact that's never mentioned. And that is the witnesses. There's over 500 witnesses 
that assign, uh, assign sworn statements before their death of what happened and what they witnessed in July and August of 1947. Okay. In that entire time frame, okay, you've heard people, you know, debunkers come up with stories, well, it was, it was a weather balloon. Okay, that was what the Air Force ran with. And the media bought it because you didn't, the media believed the government back. Everybody sure, believed the government sure. back then. You know. Then it became out in the 80s. I can't remember if it was the 80s or the, the mid-90s that it was Project Mogul. was this top-secret program to detect you know, launches of possible atomic weapons by uh, Russia or Soviet Union at the time. So then it was Project Mogul. Okay, and that didn't stand water, which I won't get into now. There's just too many whys it wasn't. With that being said, the only people who float these other possibilities are debunkers. People who were born, by the way, well after Roswell had happened. They weren't even alive when it went on. Right. Okay. So, with that being said, here's the key thing that everybody misses. Not one person that can be placed at that base in 1947 by military records, meaning historical fact, has come forward to say anything other than it's been a crashed UFO. Everybody that's come forward has said it was a crashed disc or they saw the alien bodies or the mm-hmm. bodies. I don't want to say alien because we're assuming they're alien. Right. Okay. Not one person has come forward that can be linked to that location in 1947 as a fact has come forward and said it was anything other than that. Not one. Not one single witness. So that throws all the debunker shit right out the window. There is no credible witness that has come forward to say anything other than what the 500 people said it has been. Not one single person. That's never brought up in a documentary. It's never been brought up in a special about it. And it's hardly in any book. And I don't think, I'm not aware of any book of this key fact of being in. And I think that's just a fascinating thing. Not one person has said anything different than the 500 you know sworn affidavits well, and I'll tell you if if history holds true within the next 12 to 24 months this is going to come out as a big thing that probably could it, it, it could because it seems could be coincidental if you believe in coincidences <laughs> but when you and I talk about stuff yes Oh, yeah. After after some time, yep. all of a sudden, one of the accredited journalists <laughs> yes. or talking heads make a big deal about it like it's flash, big news. Yeah, big news. Yeah. Big news. No one knew this. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, and I think Jeff knows I'm talking about the Kennedy thing. Yeah, the Kennedy, yeah. The, the Kennedy, Kennedy thing. Kennedy. So, back in 217... We did a great you, you did you did a great show. You did research. You knew all about. It. We talked about the fact that it was this, 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 and this. Yep. yep. And then twenty twenty two, oh twenty twenty two, Tucker Carlson. I love Tucker Carlson. Yep. Yep. Tucker Carlson breaks this news that it was the CIA involvement. Yep. yep. And I'm like, dude, yep. what the what the fuck are you talking about? He listened to we, the show. We ta- we <laughs> talked about this yeah. like three four years ago. What are you? T- and uh, and his his sources is like oh this was released as you know freedom of information yep. and these are all things Jeff did this President Donald Trump at the time yep. released all it said released all this stuff and he did 
And it just took other people five years to figure it the fuck out. And there's still more to be released. Oh, yeah, there's still, still more a ton, to be released. Ton, 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 because I'm just saying. They're, they're literally waiting. Um, and again, you know, Tucker, Tuck, uh, Tucker did break it, uh, yeah. you know, on the national stage and uh, confirmed. But, and know, it didn't I stay said, live very long. Yeah, and confirm what I said. Right. Oh, absolutely. Know, confirm exactly what yeah. I said. Because um, I did my research. I went oh, to yeah. the National Archives. I looked through the documents. I looked through, and we're talking thousands, by the way, people, thousands. And I saw the eyewitness testimony, and you know, and the the, the sworn statements from the the, the the on the mob side. I, I knew who the players were. I knew we who named, was on name, the. We named names. I named names. I knew who was on the names backup that no team. one had ever yep. heard of before. I knew who was on the backup, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, kill team. You know, if the uh, if the primary team didn't succeed, you had it all. We just had saying. it all. It's a great show. Just, just saying. Yep. But uh, saying. you're right. We we. So this will right. this will be right. a story in the next year or so. They'll, yes. This will be someone's big, big thing. Yes. They'll pick someone that's famous at that time to do the documentary. And this will be all stunning news. Well, yes. fuck you, stunning yes. news. We, yes. Jeff and I, Jeff okay. had this more than I, but Jeff and I had this months before you people. Yes. yes. But uh, anyways, so, I'm not right. trying to... All right. I just want to point that out. No, no, that's, no, that's that great. We are the actual we leading... We are. We are the leading edge. and We are the leading edge. These people are just sniffing our butts. Yeah. Is it, and you know it's kind of like the Ukraine deal. I said that yeah, uh, yeah. Russia would invade Ukraine. This is year. I think it was like two years before yeah. it happened. Is it Russia? And they're going to get stopped like they're stuck in the mud. Remember yeah. I said that. Yeah. And what? And all the news media is going to be over in forty eight hours. Oh, yeah, no. Forty eight hours. Twenty four forty. Russia will have them. They're going to be done. It's going to be over. And I said, no, it's not. I kept saying no, it's not. It's going to be a long and it's going to be still longer. It's going to be long and dragged out. But we're going to get to that get later to that because later. I have some more information on that. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, so I wanted to get the Roswell thing out. It's very important, so I got that out. Um, and kind of rolling into the Roswell thing, um, I don't have the gentleman's name written down here, and I apologize. I thought I got it earlier. Um, darn it all, and I don't. But another gentleman came forward who worked uh, in the uh, foreign intelligence scientific side mm-hmm. of uh, research. Uh, for, uh, dang it, I can't remember, was the Defense Department or the CIA. But anyway, he was the head of the UFO. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Deb's watching. Thank you. Hey, Deb, thank you. Um, he was the head of the now ATIP that's you know public. Uh, he was the head. He was the top of the ATIP uh, that was the Pentagon program uh, right. on UFOs. And uh, he actually had to do, he had to go through the channels and get permission um, for the book he just released. The book is out, and dang it, I know I should have wrote it down. Um, because he do, he says one simple line in the book, and it's it's humongous, humongous news. And remember, he had to be cleared because of the security clearance system, because of the information he knew, he had to be cleared by the Pentagon in order to release his book the way it was written. All right, just okay. like, just like um, the latest uh, whistleblower I can't think of his name now, but we did a show on him. They came out about, uh, you know, crash disc, and, you know, he went to the uh, testify to Congress. Right? Yeah. Same process. He, he had to go through the same process to get permission to disclose it, you know, sign statements, all that. Mm. It's in his book, actually. All the information's in there. Mm-hmm. It shows that he went through the proper channel so he couldn't be uh, fined by the government and lose his pension and all this other shit. So anyway, or spend 10 years in prison, actually, too. So one line in his book is that uh, he talks about the crash disk of extraterrestrial origin mm-hmm. that's in our possession. He admits in his, and this is huge news, 
Mm-hmm. This is gigantic. He admits in the book that we have extra, extraterrestrial craft in the government, the U.S. government, in its possession. Right. And he was okay by the Pentagon to release that. I got a follow-up story there, but yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I just want to point that out. I'll have the gentleman's name and uh, uh, the book. It should be easy to find. Just look up ATIP um, and new book or something like that, and I would imagine it would show up. Um, and I apologize for not writing it down uh, when I read through the story. But anyway, interesting stuff. Uh, so we do. There's no doubt about it now. We most certainly do have. Just like Robert Lazar said, it kind of proves everything what Robert Lazar said uh, back in the 80s about, you know, he was in Area 51, the S-4 complex, Dreamland it's called, and he worked on the, uh, you know, propulsion system um, for these craft. And, you know, in Robert Lazar's words, even to this day, he's never changed the story one bit. And... Uh, He's still being raided by the, the freaking FBI, the CIA. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know if you watched a documentary on it. Yeah, the Rattles are on it. Yeah, that, that's some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's still being hounded. After, you know, 20, 30 years now, they're still hounding him. It's because what he's saying is true. You know, if you can't, if you cannot kill someone and get away with it, you, de- you destroy their credibility. Right. That's what they're Absolutely. trying to do. But he's never changed his story. And, uh, and like he said, that... Uh, the craft that he worked on, the system, the propulsion system that he worked on, that he was, you know, asked to back engineer or re-engineer, um, was not thousands of years ahead of us, hundreds of thousands of years, if not millions of years ahead of present technology. That's how more advanced these systems are. We couldn't even begin to understand, you know, how they operate. Right. It's like giving a caveman a, you know, a digital watch and saying, figure out how this works. Without the basic understanding of transistors, you wouldn't have a freaking idea or a clue. No, or yeah. even battery power, you, you wouldn't have an idea. You know, so uh, interesting stuff, you know, uh, from that front. Um, our senator, uh, Gingerbread, Kristen Gingerbread, um, I'll give her some credit. She she sees yeah, the she's smoke. In, she's into the UFO thing. No, and she gets it because she knows the balance of power is way out of whack. As a lot of congressmen are starting to wake up to the fact, too. I'm going to have to give ALC a little credit here. God, I hate doing that. But she, she gets it too. She's like, hey, wait a minute. Why is this all going on in Congress and the Senate? Aren't the House of Representatives, we're not involved in any of this. No one knows. It's not even in the, you know, the senators do have special access to anything about it. Yeah, well. You know, that is a huge issue. That means there's aspects within the intelligence community and military industrial complex that are operating outside congressional and presidential approval. That is a huge problem. It is. And it's going on. And she sees that. So gingerbread. I can't. But it's not in our top 100 of huge problems in this country. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> no, right, I right. But gingerbread's it. going after him. She's like, no, 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 we're not going to allow you to make this another smoke screen to bury it. Right. The genie's out of the, out of the bottle. You're not going to be able to put the genie back in. Toothpaste out of the You know, these craft are coming from somewhere else. People are going to buy that they're Chinese or Russians. They're not stupid, you know. I mean, she's saying that in a nice way, but that's the point. You know, we know this technology is not from this planet. We know nobody on this planet has this technology. We don't have this technology. And if we don't have it, the Chinese don't have it. If the Chinese don't have it, the Russians don't have it. Nobody has the technology that we see. That's just a simplistic fact. Seeing so. those that would say, not to argue with you, but those saying that, that the, the UFOs are seeing are the AUAPs, APUs, yeah, whatever, whatever they are, are 
are from this planet. It's not our technology, but it's it's us. It's the American pilots flying them, and yeah. I'm just saying. Anyways, yeah. so they, you know, it's, yeah. so you know, when you when you throw out the truth, you got to throw out some bullshit to go with it. Well, no, and that's that's what they're trying to do, I think, as well as you know, secret black projects or right. whatever. Um, the only problem with that entire scenario is we've never not used a weapon in war. We're engaged in all kinds of conflicts right now. We've never used this advanced technology that apparently we've had for you know fifty years, well, um, more than fifty years. These craft, okay, that we're seeing, are caught on radar right mm-hmm. today, sonar today. Uh, eyewitnesses, right? Now, here's the great thing about mm-hmm. all the files that have been released from Army Air Force, later Air Force, FBI, Central Intelligence Agency, National Security Agency, National Security Council, the Defense Department, okay? Uh, Army Intelligence, Naval Intelligence, Air Force Intelligence, all these documents. We're not talking thousands. We're talking multi-millions. We're talking over 100 million documents at this point have been released under the Freedom of Information Act, all relating to the one subject of UFOs. Through that chronology, just like I did with the JF, John F. Kennedy mm-hmm. assassination, you can easily see, I mean, it's not even hard, that this is the highest classification given to any subject within the military-industrial complex. Meaning, okay, in 1964, it was, and there's, there's documents to support this, it was 50, it was rated, the subject, UFO, the subject itself was rated 52 levels above the A-bomb. 52 levels above the A-bomb when it came to uh, secrecy classification. It had the highest security classification there was for top secret. Nothing even came close to this subject. Mm-hmm. Okay. With that being said, these objects were caught on radar and sonar in the late 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, okay, Eyewitness testimony, pilot testimony, um, all behave the same exact way as they do today. There's no difference. So for us to say that, okay, it's our pilots flying around, that means we've had this technology since the well, late think, 1940s, which right. is absolutely no, fucking I don't, ridiculous. I don't think, I think, right. I guess what I should have said, I should have prefaced it by the sightings of late, like in the last year or so, are actually are whatever backwards engineering or borrowed technology right. or whatever being caught on camera that we're using all okay. of a sudden. So, so no, I'm not saying we had it back right, and forth. So, so you you have the Navy in two different oceans dealing with these objects for over a two week period. Two aircraft carrier strike groups are dealing with these objects being dogged by them. They're sending up F fourteen and F eighteen fighter pilots after these craft. So we're led to believe based on what, you know, I know what you're saying, you're hearing it from other sources. We're led to believe that there's an arm of the the military that's purposely fucking with the Navy and the Air Force at this point, purposely fucking with them and not telling them. That means there's a secret arm of the armed forces that's not accountable to Congress and the President. That means there's another, that's another huge issue. Regardless of the alien or not now, then you have that issue. I don't think that is. I think there is is an arm that's out there that's not reporting, Absolutely believe that, 100%. But the technology itself, it's alien technology. These are, right. are creatures from another dimension, or however you want to put it. We are not even close to that kind of level of technology. Right. You know. 
But that's why, yeah, so, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm making the counter argument against I know, and I'm just saying it is not beyond to me it's beyond the ability and scope of our current leaders well no not our current leaders it's our current leaders no they the people behind there's people if something like that was going on which I think is highly improbable but do they need to have the whole aircraft carry in on the project no they need the captain, probably. Need a couple key pilots that fly F-14s, F-18s, F-23s in the process. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. That like, would never, they oh, would never, never do that. How can no, you be? No, They would never do no, that. No. What they are, would not, they would not engage. Do no. I need to look for a pod no, in this no, basement no, to find out no, where the real no, Jeffy is? No, 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 no. They no, think no. that's beyond our government's capability to just have key players in the right place to do right things? Not and, like this. No. Okay. No, right. this is something right. completely different. That's fine. I, 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 I that's fine. a stern, fast, hell no, this was not any right. harm to the air. The, I'm talking about what? the carrier incidences, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the, the, the two-week periods. I know. I know. Okay, I'm saying absolutely, without a shadow of my doubt, my mind, had nothing to do with the U.S. government being involved. Okay. So, okay. I'm just saying. All right. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. We'll leave it at that. What else you got? All right. So, oh, that's a great question. What else we have? Got me all riled up. Cancer. Fucking cancer. All right. So, this is amazing. I just found this out today. That they've cured cancer. No, no. And they're keeping it from us. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait, oh, wait. Yeah. This is oh, great yeah, shit. Yeah, wait, yeah. let me finish. Yeah. So, fucking cancer. So I'm on the way to the dog park of all places today because I always go to the dog park right after work with my dogs. Okay. It's hiking. We go hiking. You know, swimming, the right. pond, whatever. Every day I do this. And I'm on the way to the dog park and, hey, and you get the news updates. You know, hey, today they're starting the uh, great news. They're starting the trials, the medical trials on the new vaccine that will prevent dogs from getting cancer. I'm like, and I had to look it up when I got home. Yep, they're starting... Trials on a vaccine that will prevent a dog from getting cancer, right? Now, what's fascinating about this? Dogs already have a vaccine to keep them from getting fucking Lyme disease. Okay? Humans don't have that, but dogs do. Now dogs are getting the fucking, <laughs> getting a vaccine to prevent you from getting cancer, right? Now, so I'm like, well, how much money do they spend on this for research for dogs in comparison to humans? Because we've been trying to beat this cancer shit for a long fucking time. There's a lot of groups out there that get a lot of government money. Government money is public money. Not just a lot of government, a lot of private and public money. Yeah, you know, public money is government money. Well, no, we, not if they... No, our taxes... the walk for cancer our, our taxes... Right, I get okay, that. But they I'm give saying, out grants to these big corporations, right? right these pharmaceutical that. companies, really, to develop stuff to fight cancer. One of them is to make a fucking vaccine. And I, you know, I brought up in the past, I'm like, you know, conspiracy, maybe they really don't want to cure it because these drug companies like COVID make a shitload of money off the drugs to uh, to deal with the pain, or to deal with the symptoms mm-hmm. of cancer. They don't save you. You know, you know, they may keep you alive a little bit longer, but, the, you know, they don't really want to cure. At least it's what I used to think. So then I looked at how much money you spent on this, this dog, you know, dogs. <laughs> fucking dogs curing cancer, right? Literally, if you look at the numbers between what is spent in a year on human research and what is spent on dogs <laughs> in a year for research, 
It's like, I have a better odds of hitting the fucking lotto. And I'm not even exaggerating. That is the difference in money we're talking. So no one can tell me at this point, and don't tell me the human, humans are so more complex than the DNA. Of course we are. But now we're talking about the amount of money and research that's gone into looking into this. We most certainly can cure cancer. There's no doubt in my mind at this point, if we can fucking do it for dogs, we can do it for fucking humans. They don't want to. It gives hope. <laughs> but, I would have to say, at this point, I'm just jaded about everything. And I just lost our dog. Yes, I know. During this period that we were off. Right. And we don't know We don't know why. There's one of the things, she just went downhill. How old was she? I mean, Ziva was probably, well, see, we got her as a rescue, so we're not mm -hmm. sure, but right. we took a while to stab said she was probably... Between 13 and 15. Wow, she's old. No, she's old. I get it. I get <laughs> it. But an average life expectancy of a dog is what? 15? 20? 20? If they're lucky? No, God, no, not even that. You know, I mean, like, so my experience has been 14 years. That's so, really the top. Usually. So, I just think I would have to see the data. And I'd have to really see the data that shows that this is the biopsy taken from wherever it was and this right. dog. And this is the biopsy now where the cancer is completely gone. And dog is I just think that the dog's life is so short anyways that this is just another way. I will tell you, and I, again, I'm not, I appreciate everything the vet did. But before we had to have the dog put down, two months prior before we had the dog put down, we dumped a couple grand. Oh. into the vet to get blood work done and get yep. this done and get that done and get this done and get that done. And then the final 500 bucks of that was to put her down and get her cremated. Oof. So if they have it, that's great. I get it. Right. Um, but I think all the, all the things we feel about the human end of it, I think that, I think it is too much of a big business for them to love the Canada. I think that there is Probably, maybe not a cure, but something that has proven to be work against the cancer and make, but they've buried it, got rid of it, killed the person, you know, <laughs> cars that run on water and people die. Yes. I'm just saying. Right. No, you're right. You know, um, there's, there's still a crazy, crazy psychotic hatred in the medical field about Eastern medicine. Yep, true. I mean, yep. okay, we allow the acupuncture to go in the hospital, but herbs and natural remedies Asian and massage. things like that, yep. Asian, Asian massage, massage happy Asian endings, massage. you know, they Asian still, massage. you know, <laughs> CBD, which has been a huge either. thing in the last few years, not just, you know, CBD oil and things like that, my doctor, and I, I, my, I trust my doctor, I love my doctor, but he has done no looking into it because it's not something he's right. going to get paid for. Right. No, exactly. You know, yeah. and I yeah. found actually it seems to be some of the few things that actually doesn't eliminate the pains I have, but at right. least reduces them to the point where I can still kind of freaking function right. on a daily basis. You know, I, uh, but I'm just saying, yeah. I, I, and, and after this whole COVID thing, 
and the vaccines and just. I think anyone who gets the latest monkey, vaccine is monkey, a fucking dumbass. Monkey fucking us on that whole yep, thing. Yep. I, I'm done yep. with medical. Yep. I, you know. To that extent that, oh, we found a cure for this, we found a cure for yep. that. Good. Just let me die of my fucking bad heart yep. and emphysema. Thank you very much. The latest strain, and this comes from the CDC, um, the latest strain of COVID, they said, and I quote, because this is coming from the CDC, uh, I quote that people who've been vaccinated or shown a natural immunity, um, or no, people who've been vaccinated and have had COVID have a higher chance of getting the newest strain, which makes no fucking sense, Uh, right? Had it it a month ago. Yeah, right. So, again... They, they flip the script. They, they're flipping yes. the script constantly. Yes. And then they got this latest don't version. Don't fucking people. No, I, I, don't think, I think people get this latest shot. You're fucking stupid. I mean, like, we already know. Okay, we don't know for a fact, but we're pretty sure the original shots fucked people up. At least a small percentage of them anyway. You know? And there's all kinds of data to back that up. We're going to get banned on YouTube again. But, but, Nothing but. Nothing new there. You know, you... There's been no human testing on this. You are the human testing, okay? And they're protected. They, they signed all these wonderful bills and laws to protect these companies from lawsuits. You're the human test subject, legal test subject. So if you allow them to put this shot in you, this newest shot, yeah. remember, you're the test. You're it. You're the little rat being tested. That That's how this works, okay? No one else. There's been no process for this. I'd have so, to look up the quote. To me, you're a fucking dummy if you can't think this through. And the, I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. The new vaccine was tested on like five mice or something. <laughs> Some ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Let it out. The mice look happy. Get, Send the, it get out. the kindergartners in here. They're next. <laughs> get the kindergartners in here. You know, so, you know, and, and I still don't think we know all the ramifications from Whatever they pumped. No, our and bodies. that's why they said fifty years. I, I mean, we're seeing it. we're seeing yeah. a lot of it now. Yeah. Where, and you know, they still can't explain why healthy, athletic, which is why I'm not healthy or athletic. <laughs> uh, Twenty to thirty year olds are dropping dead. Yep. They still won't say why that football player had a heart attack middle of the game. Yep. Or then they get hit random. Got hit too hard. Yeah, remember we talked about really? the whole hitting hit shit. Hit too hard. Yeah. Okay, yeah. whatever. I thought that one. Yeah. yeah. That so. Yeah, this and what's what's funny is we talk we talk about this. We and it, as far as YouTube goes, YouTube can fuck. Where's where's all the COVID talk gone in the last month and a half? That was the big scare about a yep. month and a half ago. Yep. Oh, uh, gotta get a new booster. New yep. COVID's coming out. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Shut down the mask. Mask mandates yeah. coming back. Blah, get your blah, toilet blah. paper. Get your toilet paper. You know, because <laughs> and I know because I had to go to one of our local hospitals. Shortly, within a few days after all that crap came out, and they, and they were in, yeah, and they were in full. You had to wear a mask if you were going to yep. be in the hospital there again. You go again, yep. And I'm like, well, not until someone tells me. No one yep. told me. Yep. But they were telling everyone else. So I don't know. I'm just saying, it's uh, you know, they've they've moved on. I think and this is we're getting to it now, but it's one scare after another. It's one scare after another, yep. trying to find, you know. If it's not gonna be COVID lockdown, it's gonna be something else. It's in, so yeah. That's I'm I'm not happy with the healthcare system, but anyways, uh, that's recent. That's uh, recent. God 
Oh, there you go. Here's uh, here's something you can uh, uh, you can. Uh, this is uh, a little Bigfoot stuff. I'm gonna get back to Bigfoot for a moment. Okay. So uh, I don't know. Some of the listeners may remember that uh, me and Heather uh, took a a trip to uh, Lake George a few years back. Yes. For a Bigfoot expedition. Well, I'm gonna tell a funny story. I don't think I told before about this. By the way, it'll make some people laugh. Um, so anyway, we were there and we mopped. And I got always Okay. So I kind of goof. Quick recap. We went to the only official Star Trek museum up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to go. I know. You really have to I go. Know, I know, um, It's exactly the way... This guy's done a great job. He's done an amazing job. William Shatner goes there every year because yeah. he's so impressed by the fucking yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, long story short, we're in the... You know, this is when the masks are going on and, you know, I had to get special permission so we could have no masks. We had to keep the distance because Heather, you know, couldn't yeah, see right, the lips right, moving, right? right? So anyway, long story short, there's, you know, this guy had a Bigfoot shirt on, and the, you know, the guy giving the presentation, and the tour guide said, oh, I love your shirt. And he goes, well, I'm a, I'm a Sasquatch investigator. My name is, you know, Paul. Paul, I'm really sorry, so I'm going to murder your name, so I always use Barfufamol. Anyway, can't see it. Can you say it? Where is that? Bartholomew. Yeah, thank you. See, I can't say that. I have a speech impediment. So, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to say Paul, and you're going to finish it for me. So, Paul. Bartholomew. Yes, was there. And uh, I'm like, oh my God. You know, and I'm like, yeah. me and Heather here, we're doing an investigation up on Buck Mountain. This is one of the hot areas on Lake George, and the far side of the lake is called Buck Mountain. A lot of, a lot of Bigfoot sightings there. So, anyway, he was kind enough to, after the tour, to, uh, he was on his last day of vacation. He had nothing planned. Uh, his wife apparently had to work, so he's like, you know, I'll, I'll love to give you guys a, a private tour of all the house spots, and uh, and he did. He we met him at his house a little later that day, yes, and he he had all these casts that he took himself from all the investigations that he's done, and I held real Bigfoot casts in my hand. I mean, they're huge, and he took us all the you know the the, the seventy six huge event up there, you know, with the police officers and the state police saw it, and all that. Other, and he was one of the investigators. I got all this great information. Um, and Paul is, Paul, Bartholomew, yes, uh, is in all of these documentaries that you watch, uh, especially in the state of New York. Uh, and he's written a bunch of books too. Uh, one of them is called On the Trail of Bigfoot, which I have, and he signed it. It's a great book. Uh, you can find it all over the place. It's called On the Trail of Bigfoot. Um, but Seth Breedlove was up there. He does a lot of, uh, Bigfoot documentaries. Now, Seth did one, uh, in upstate, upstate New York. Um, Paul was in that one, um, and I'm trying to think if I wrote down the name of it. It's newer. Um, oh, wait. Maybe I got the title of the, the book and the actual documentary uh, incorrect. Incorrect. The, the name of the documentary is On the Trail Bigfoot, The Journey. So you'll find that on YouTube. Journey. On the Trail Bigfoot, The Journey. Sorry about that. I fucked up the book title. But anyway. Um, but uh, Paul's in that one. Uh, there's a lot of people in there. Our buddy, our buddy, who's this? Sasquatch. There's this guy. Commando. Yeah, Steve. Steve, Steve Crawls. Steve Crawls is in this one as well. Nice. Uh, so he's in there. And uh, now I know Anvil got to meet Steve and got some signed stuff for the show, <laughs> which we deeply appreciate. Uh, I have never met Steve. I uh, I did reach out to him numerous times years back. I had a Bigfoot expedition up into the past the Lake George area of New York State in the Adirondacks, and uh, I was taking up a team. I had 
uh, a private investigator. I had Heather, and I had two Broome County sheriffs uh, go on this ex- expedition at the time. And uh, I had reached out to Steve because I knew Steve knew the area, and I knew he knew where the best places were right. to start because mm-hmm. he had found tracks up there. Blah 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 blah. I reached out numerous times. He wouldn't return. You know my calls, my emails, nothing, and it bothered me because this is the issue with the Bigfoot community. Community is every researcher hoards their information, right. and they won't tell you anything. And the problem with that is you're never going to solve the mystery if people keep doing that. No one's an expert. Everyone likes to pretend they're an expert. There's, no one's an expert. We don't know anything about these fucking things. No body's been fucking found. Right. You know, you, you, we don't know. You don't call yourself a goddamn expert because you're not all right and if people would share their information and scientists more scientists got involved we could solve it we would be able to solve this it would be over and done with already but because of the way the community set up it's going to be a very long time i think i think it's starting to open up i think i told you that i think starting to open up when i talked to steve and Mm -hmm. he's very open about it and you know he seemed eager to we gave him a call he talked to us okay so I think that I think it's starting to change. I think as the as it gets more popular on television, there's got to be at least current six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> twenty thousand Bigfoot shows. Oh yeah, just like yeah. there's UFO shows. Like yeah. everything. It's it's like the paranormal. You know, you didn't in the in the seventies. You might you might have heard a whisper that this person that person's a medium or a psychic. And then it exploded in the 80s, and then now you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a psychic or a medium anywhere at this point, you know. So yep. I think it's one of those things that, you know, as it becomes more popular and everyone thinks they are one, and they want to, I think people want to make sure that things are being done the right way. Right. right. So I think, I think the Bigfoot people are trying to educate and mentor a lot of these newer people coming into it. That's my thought. Yeah, could be. Know. Hey, you know, know, could be. Maybe you're know. right. Uh, know. You know, could be. But. All right. So anyway, so yeah, on the trail, Bigfoot, the journey. Please watch that on YouTube. It's really done. It's by Seth Breedlove. By the way, Seth actually, uh, this is an interesting story, and I never got back to him, so this is my fault. But he wanted to go and film when we went. This is years ago, uh, when we went up to uh, the Adirondacks. Uh, and, our, and I never got. I just think you know we were only there for two days, and I didn't think it was really long at that time. Like I'm not gonna drag this guy out there. And I'm sorry I did it now because he's a pretty big deal. Yeah. He's making all these documentaries. You know they're on YouTube, they're on uh, Netflix, they're on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn it, you know maybe I, yeah, you know whatever. It is what it is. So, and he's doing a great job with it. He's not doing shit work. You know he's doing the, the documentaries he's putting together. They're really really good. So. Check it out. Uh, and anything by Paul? Bartholomew. Yes. Check that out as well. Paul's the real deal. Um, yes. Real deal. All right. So we did cancer with dogs. What else you got? I got a lot more stuff. All right. So I got, I got stuff all over the map. So I just mentioned about the COVID thing and that kind of died away. So our news goes in cycles. And then there's something big we all fight about and in the span of a TT Fly's memory, we've forgotten about it. So I'm going to start with one thing, and it's going to domino into other things. Just bear with me. Add into your comments when you want. 
as anyone in the last month heard anything about Hawaii and Maui? No. No. Nothing. No. Whole section of the island was destroyed. Yep. For for two weeks it was a big deal. Yep. Dead silent. Over with. Over with. Yeah. Over. People burned alive. So whole families <laughs> so, extinguished. Whole families. Cars melted. Yep. Melted cars. Melted yep. aluminum. Melted glass. So Yeah, I wanted to bring so, so one of the things that popped up almost and again, I, I get it, you wanna you wanna tell conspiracy theorists people just to shut the fuck up. But sadly, in the last two years, they've been proven right time and time True enough. and time again. Yep. So Hawaii. The big thing that popped up Hawaii and it was there was the forest fires in Canada and it was the fact that we had secondhand smoke from the Canada forest fires down here killing us and making it look foggy. So all these fires are going on. There was there was seven, eight hundred forest fires in Canada. There was a bunch in the United States. Yep. That really didn't get reported on. And then there was then there was Maui. And uh, I can't think of the name of the section and I would botch it if you know, I knew it. But basically this was an area that was very sacred to the Hawaiian people. And they refused to sell, refused to sell. They wanted for land developments right on the beach, right on the coast, whatever. I get it, it's not everything is on the coach or beach, but whatever. <laughs> and they wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell, wouldn't sell. But oddly enough, once they passed an ordinance through that said, you are not allowed to develop this land unless an act of God, right, act of God destroys yeah. it. Yeah. So the big conspiracy theory at that point was DEWs, Directed Energy yeah, Weapons, yep. which are a real thing. Yes, they are. They are a real thing. Yep. And they they say just the way the the fire moved and looked and start here, start there, went there, went there. Um, the fact that uh, aluminum rims on cars melted, melted. That's that's a lot of heat. Glass melted. And then right next to it's a tree. Totally untouched. Totally untouched. Yep. No, I saw the videos. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly. All right. I was going to bring it up. So, and then all of a sudden it's just, I don't know what started. Something started with the government. I don't know, Trump got indicted for the first time or something. <laughs> right. right. Whatever. Yeah. And we just kind of lost tabs on it. Uh, a sad note for me, an actor that I kind of liked and looked up to, uh, joined forces with Oprah. Yes, he did. Joined oh, forces with Oprah. on this. Yes, I got <laughs> Joined forces with Oprah yeah. to set up a... Relief fund. A relief fund for Maui, and it's Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and I was so, so disappointed. I, it just it just crushed my man crush on this guy. And uh, it wasn't Oprah and Wayne doing it. It was their... Their organization, organization, which has a sick, sick record of barely getting one and a half to two percent of the donations out to where they have to go. The CEO, the CEO of that nonprofit organization, makes over five hundred thousand dollars a year. The second person in charge makes three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and the next ten people after that person make a hundred thousand dollars plus a year. Okay, 
And when they when they put out their pledge on YouTube, oh like we're gonna we're gonna guarantee we're we're pledging ten million dollars. They didn't say they were pledging their ten million dollars. No, they're pledging your ten million dollars. Yes, this is and this is this is what they're taking the heat over. They're not pledging their own money. No, they're no. pledging your money. Right. You know. I mean, like. You people, why don't you go to your rich friends and get some money from them? You're well, all millionaires. And again, this is why all... are you going to people who are getting uh, hardly getting by on these high interest rates and inflation? You know what is wrong with you? You sick fucks in Hollywood. What is fucking wrong with you people? And this is all part of the thing that all of a sudden, okay, so there, there's the piece of the puzzle, the directed anyone's piece of the puzzle. The fact that Oprah's been buying up land, yes, in Maui, is a piece of the puzzle. Then the greatest piece of the puzzle that one of us should probably research, there is a theory that the directed energy weapons used do not harm things in the blue spectrum. Hmm. And they showed a demonstration where a laser was cutting along and it got to blue fabric and didn't do anything to the blue fabric, got past blue fabric and started making a mess again. Well, if you start looking... And some of the places that didn't take any damage in Maui, they have blue roofs. Hmm. Oprah's house. <laughs> Oprah's house has a blue roof. A car, a blue car, left unscathed. Hmm. So there was that that fed into the directed energy weapon mm-hmm. craze. So all that nonsense is going on. So while all that nonsense is going on, all that nonsense going on, news out of, I, I believe it was in Hawaii, but it may not be where their mansion is, but the Obamas, <laughs> the Obamas lost their head chef. Oh, yes. Head yes. chef. Yeah. Head chef. Yeah. That I believe, and not that it mattered, but I believe the head chef was probably part of the LGBTQIA+. <laughs> Scene which I don't have a problem with because yeah. he's part of the LGB part, not not the rest of it. Died, drowned. Yeah, drowned. Seriously, haven't been a drowning since Chappaquiddick. <laughs> so oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other Kennedy boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the cook, the cook dies. He's out. He's out paddle surfing. Um, falls in, and they they were again. They were saying it was a very, relatively shallow area where he right. fell in the water. Um, at first they said, oh, he probably couldn't swim. But then they found video of him doing, not just swimming. Right. Like, I can swim. Right. Back this guy's doing, like, shit. Navy SEAL <laughs> training survival swimming. Right, right. So I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> probably, unless he got hit with a big rock or right. a directed energy weapon. Right. He should have been able to swim wherever he was going, unless he had some medical condition. So... So this all hits. That, and then it was that he was on the compound by himself. Right. But there was a person out in the middle of this water that saw him go in the water, but it took him like an hour to get there. So I don't know if it was on Lake Michigan or where the fuck this was. <laughs> but I don't know if it took an hour to get to where this guy went right. in the drink. Right. See if he's still alive. And they couldn't find him when they got there. And then they finally found him. It's taken almost, it's taken almost a month and a half, two months. To finally get to the truth that Barack was at the house at the time this was happening. Imagine that. Look at that. Also, the cook was in the process of finalizing a tell-all book. Oh. Michael. 
Michael's about to come out. All right. So, <laughs> that's how I'm looking all these things together. So, so, I believe a little while back I made the prediction that Joe's replacement, come election time, would be Michelle Obama. You did. Yeah. And I said it. And here's, here's another one. I said it. And in the last month, I've heard at least four or five political talking heads that are respected, or well-known, I'll put it that way, have all said the same fucking thing. That she is the black woman to replace Camilla, not Gavin Newsom. Right. So, so Michelle, or she's sometimes called Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. Um, I think this is going to be, it's going to be a while. Folks, if the elections actually happen, which is some some question about that right now too, (laughs) this is going to be a wild ride. Joan Rivers. You know Joan Rivers? You know Joan Rivers? I don't know her, but I know her. So, a few weeks before Joan Rivers died, died, she wasn't paddle surfing, but she died. (laughs) She was being hounded by one of these TMZ reporters or something um, about what she thought about, you know, did she ever think to be a trans right. trans person right. in the White House? And she went off on this guy. She goes, what makes you think there isn't already, there wasn't already a trans person in the White House? <laughs> Do you think he called her Mike by mistake? Right. You know, so she just went off on this guy. Right. And then a few weeks later, <laughs> so my guess is, and what I'm saying, that in my mind it ties in to the last year of wokeness and the heavy push on the trans agenda by every by everyone. That makes no sense. You're catering to less than six percent of the population. Yep. And you're putting all your advertising dollars in. If if it does come out that she is she, he, she, whatever, is run, Big Mike's going to run against Trump. <laughs> Big Mike. Big Mike's going to run against Trump. That's a I will, slogan. I will guarantee you, I will guarantee you, if it looks a little dicey that, that Big Mike may not win, she will come out as a trans African American. <laughs> and it will just drive... That you know what I'm saying. I you don't know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. This uh, is I disagree this on is, the outcome. This though. is I think it would be. I I know what you're saying, but I think no, be diverse, no because they need action. no because they need to have a, they they can't do sleepy Joe because they're not no, gonna, no I know they're that. not going to pull that I, off again. I told you that but right? they're but, Where is it then? but they're not going to. You've got to put someone in there that can absolutely justify all. The fake ballots they're going to be cast for. And if right. you think anyone, anyone, is going to question an African American trans <laughs> woman and the votes they got, right. you're nuts. Right. All right. This is better than being black. What? Okay. I'm so, just saying. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying. Since we're talking about trans stuff, I got the trans athlete. Oh, wait. Lead. I'm not done yet. Okay. Hold on. Okay, okay, go and do your trancing. Okay, trans athlete of the week. Uh, lately, and I don't write down any names because you know I'm not going to name these people. I don't think they need more popularity. Uh, 
the latest trans athlete beat the four-time world female champion uh, in fencing recently. So this female champion uh, that's been 14 years in a row as the world champion for fencing loses to a trans athlete for the first time. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. someone used to be a yeah. male. Uh, Is that the fencing? So that's, yeah, fencing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to you uh, for dominating a woman's sport. By the way, this person was ranked... Uh, I don't think they were ranking one top 1,000 in the fencing for males uh, before they made that that transition, from what I understand. I could be wrong about that, but just so you know, so that was the uh, good for you. Well, good for you. Well, you get a special badge. There's a trans woman that made the top 100 most beautiful women in the Maxim. Yeah. Maxim, which is a men's magazine. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a heterosexual man. Well, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they threw a trans woman yeah, in there that yeah, yeah. is... I'm not saying she's ugly, right. but she is a bit homely. Well, here's, so here's the thing. So just keep that in I, mind. I don't care. I, and you, I don't care. You're right. No, I don't care. I, here's the thing. I don't. I just don't think that... Uh, I, I feel female sports are being disadvantaged and highly uh, hijacked. Um, I am totally on board with uh, trans people. I think it's your right as an American. If you want to do that, good for you. God bless you. That's your right. I have no problem with that. Uh, I'd sit down and drink beer with them all day long. But for sports, I really think there should be their own division. You know, I don't think it's fair from a physical standpoint, from a biology standpoint. It's simply not fair. People can make the argument all day, well, hormones, this, hormones, that. It doesn't work. It so, doesn't fucking work. So, so, you know, don't shit where you eat kind of mentality. Right, right. So there's, a, there's an event every year. Some of the big tech Silicon Valley companies put it together. And it is designed to attract women to the field. Hmm. Oh, it, yes. it is notoriously, yeah. it is notoriously only women yes. can put in for it. Yep. This has been going on for years. It gives women a, an excellent chance to get into this field, yep. get recognized, get seen, and a record record number of trans <laughs> women. Showed up at this event. Yes, they did. And were being fawned over and being picked more than the yep. actual women yep. that were at this event. Yep. And if you're not catching the drift, these were men. They didn't. They didn't try. They just Bob. Yep. Bob Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Didn't try changing name at all. Didn't didn't try dressing the part in drag. Nope. Just showed up full beard, fucking I whatever. And identifies a woman. Give me a job. Yep. You know, it's it's just crazy. Uh, what I was going to jump back to, talking about the Obamas, Big Mike. So, and we'll get to this, I'm sure, topic here. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the money, all that, all that stuff. We know Joe's not smart enough to do this on his own. No, of course not. No. So, I am convinced that the puppeteer, or at least one of the puppeteers, the puppeteer next in line is Obama. Well, yeah. I put that on my Facebook page. Remember with the puppeteer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, before this. Right. Hunter's own testimony says, I have to give Pops 50%. Or I hope that you don't have to give Pops 50% like I do. Right. So if he's giving his dad 50% already, then what's this ten percent for the big guy? There you go. Business. Right. Is the big guy Obama? 
That could be. Or Big Mike. Or Big Mike. Or, or a combination. Yeah. Because I find it hard to believe, as educated and as articulate and clean cut for an African American as Obama was, according to Joe Biden, that he didn't know what was going on. Especially when Joe's using him as an alibi. Right. Well, let me call, let me call Barack right now and see what he says about the billion dollars, whether you're gonna get it or not. I mean, granted, Joe's probably could be that stupid. They would say that, but so I think I think Barack or Big Mike <laughs> is the big guy, but whatever. Um, so and then you know, there's all the Hunter Biden bullshit going on now, and I don't even want to get into that right well, now because it's out of fucking since control. Since we touched the election, I, oh, I, I gotta I gotta go down some stuff here. Okay. Um, I just want to go on the record. I do not think. Michelle Obama was uh, was a man at one point. I don't. I just I'm not sold on it. I do. Okay, that's uh, we're gonna have a difference on that. That's fine. You know, I just don't because it's just it keeps going out that right. not again. Not that I'm not that I'm right. not that I'm saying it's bad. Right. But Barack had some really latent, latent, <laughs> latent homosexual tendencies right. while he was doing yeah. crack. All right, sounds good. Okay, yeah. I'm just okay. So election snapshot, uh, and I, this is the latest poll information I have, by the way. Uh, and I take this from numerous polls, so just to give an idea. Um, and I did make prediction many times that Joe Biden would resign last year by the end of the year. And I was wrong, and now I change it to this year. There's no doubt in my mind he'll be gone. Yeah, the, they, just, they just can't wait till it's closer. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and this is why, though. Here we go. Election uh, snapshot. Uh, Minnesota and Michigan, all right, Trump by seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are swing states. Pennsylvania, here's the biggie. Trump by nine. These are state by state polls. Okay. Wisconsin, okay, plus two. Mm-hmm. Florida, not even close to not even not even taking the poll. It's Trump so far ahead <laughs> in Florida. Okay. Ohio, Trump plus twelve. Okay. Iowa, Trump plus fifteen. Okay. Those are all swing states. Okay. Nikki Haley is up. Some mm-hmm. of these states by five or six points over Biden. Mm-hmm. In some states, she's even over Trump in comparison to Biden in percentage, meaning, you know, point wise, right. two or three points above Trump would be okay. Biden cannot win. The Democratic <clears throat> Party now sees this. They now know he's got to be pushed out. Those conversations are happening. I guarantee you, it's oh, happening. I'm... There's no doubt in my mind. Um, do 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 do. A winning ticket, and I said Trump would pick a female. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, the way it looks, even though she's coming out against him, it could be Haley. She's got great poll numbers. She's going to be above the DeSantis nationwide here very shortly. You won't. You know, we'll see. He he is, he is, and I know Trump doesn't always keep his word, right, right. but he's been adamant that right. there's absolutely no way that's happening. All right. So, with the election out of the way, uh, we have uh, the Israeli uh, Hamas shit going on, mm-hmm. uh, and you know Iran saying it's been thrown out there it, for the week now, two weeks now. Iran, 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 Iran. I'll tell you what, right. we're not going to hit Iran. Israel is going to hit Iran. They are going to hit them so well, hard it's going to shock the whole. Israel kept saying, or Iran kept telling Israel, "You better look out, making all these threats." Again, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be the other way around. Israel's they're not going to wait for us. They're not. They're going to hit Iran like Iran's never been hit before. I'm telling you, it's coming. I'm telling you. Know you know what? And in a week ago, I might have agreed with you. 
100 percent yeah i'm a little shaky on that right now but what part about israel remaining strong they no they're going to okay they're going they're, to, they're no they're going to level the west bank the gaza strip it's going to be leveled anvil i'm it telling needs you it should be leveled by it should have been leveled by now no they're going to it they're, needed to be leveled by now and biden fucking <laughs> infected them with his fucking chin nutsack well weakness it's it's going to get leveled. right up they look weak Israel looks weak right now. They're going to level it. I'm right. telling you, I'm they're going talking. to level it. I'm just telling you. And not you. only that, they look weak. They're going to have a second front, and we're going to be involved. This is not going to. It's not going to be World War Three, but a lot of other countries are going to stick their noses in, and shit's going to get real really fast. And I don't like saying that because I got a kid in the Air Force. You know, I got friends, uh, kids are in the Army and Marines and, sh- and Navy and shit like that. I just not something I want. No, I hear. But you. I'm telling you. This shit, it's not going to be World War Three, but this shit is going to heat up, and there's a lot of other countries involved, and Iran's going to be the one that's really paying the fucking price. And yeah, the Gaza Strip, it's going to be leveled. Israel is going to level the fucking place. I'm telling you right now, they ain't fucking around. They're not fucking around. People don't realize the amount of brutality. And here's another thing. Uh, the BBC, I've watched some of the coverage through the BBC, mm. and my God, I swear to God they're on the side of Hamas. I swear, I swear, I watched this and like, they're the poor Palestinian people oh, and yeah. the poor this and the is the Israels are so bad. And I'm watching this coverage and I'm like, are you people on crack over there? Are you, do you know what's going on in the world? Babies' heads were, their throats were slit, their heads were cut off, they were riddled with bullets. Women were raped and killed in front of their their children, and then the children were killed. And then in some of the cases, the children were killed before the mother, so the mother could have that extreme horror of watching their child be murdered in front of them, have their throat slit, and then they killed the mother. They burned people in their cars, young adults, teenagers, in their cars alive. I mean, like, this is the kind of horror we're talking about. And you got AOC and the other dipshit, I don't remember what state, Minnesota, where she's from, I don't know where the fuck she's from. But these, these people, yeah, these, these, or whatever. these terrorists, they're in Congress, they're terrorists, that's what they are. They're not Congress people. They're a disgrace. They're terrorists. It's unbelievable what's going on. And then they have these these college campuses. He had it at SUNY uh, Binghamton. Did they ever protest? Oh, yes, they did. They were on the list. They were on Fox News the other night. I hear about that. Yeah. Uh, And I'm looking at these these kids, and I'm like, they're terrorists. You are. if If you support Hamas, you're as bad as a terrorist in my eye. There's no... Different, you just as bad. You are just as evil as those people because this is what happened with the Nazi party. People turn a blind eye, or they support them half-heartedly, or they support them one hundred percent. And this is how the Nazi party gained control. This is the exact same thing. And I said it before. I've said it five years now. The progressive wing of the Democrats is the Fourth Reich rising. This is what they are. They are Nazis. They. It's not the right people. So it's the far left with, that are the sick fucks in this with, country. With that being said. Let's just say, I want to just put this out there so we get out there and get rid of it. The GOP debates are a disgrace and a joke. The GOP debates? I haven't watched The primary debates? I haven't watched them. They're off. They're absolutely goddamn awful. Um, There's there's a reason they are double and triple digits (laughs) behind Trump. Um, I hear what you're saying, Jeff. I hear what you're saying. And... 
All I'm going to say, well, no, I'm going to say more than that, but I, I think, to the degree I think you're right, I think Israel is, when they finally get off their ass and do something, it'll be too much too late. And it will be a huge backlash yes. from everyone. A huge backlash from, from everyone. And I will tell you, at that point, Biden will pull his support. We'll he'll, he'll call. Right. He'll call the aircraft carriers back home. No, I hope not. Israel will be left on its own. I'm just telling you. Well, that's kind of like a biblical prophecy coming true. So I hope that's not true. I'm just telling. You. <laughs> um, if if that jackass didn't go to Israel when he did, they'd have been in with ground troops. Yeah, he went in there to stop. Yes. Stop the yes. Yeah, he did. Yes. No, there's. I do agree with you with that. And then. Kathy Hochul, our governor went over there. Yeah. What the fuck for? Yeah. Just waste no, my goddamn time. That was time. because there's a strong Jewish presence I, I in New York City, and she needs New York City to win. She only won by 5% points last time. So. Um, and then Gavin Newsom went, another fucking idiot, because California is the prime example yeah. to show these people. He thinks he's going to be the replacement for Biden. That's so, why he wins. so while we're talking about Gavin Newsom in California, Greta Thunberg. Oh, that dummy. That kid. Is on a talk nice show. Nice young lady. Is on a talk <laughs> show, and I I didn't catch the question. It was oh, wait, given wait. to her. We should do a shot. Uh, we right should up. do a shot. She's, I mean, a, she's a genius. I may mean, have to follow up with yeah. some more of that melon shit. Turn her fake electric future. There we go. Itabachuta. <laughs> Muscle tough. <laughs> that is bad. <laughs> anyway, so they're talking about. Whatever, they're talking about conflict and stuff and how it's bad for the environment. So, Grethemer says, yes, war is bad for the environment. What kind of, what kind of fucking dumbass statement is that? <laughs> and she follows it up by saying, that's why we need to have electric-friendly equipment on the battlefield. <laughs> electric tanks and electric planes. First of all, I think a battery to get a plane to fly would never fit in a jet. You know how big that goddamn jet would have to be? A, tra- a tractor trailer. An electric tractor trailer takes 10, 8 or 10 of the EV batteries, weighing in excess of something ridiculous 13, 13 tons or 10 tons or 8 tons or whatever it is. It's a lot of weight with this thing has. Like, look how cool a tank would be with how? like a like a like a like a coal car behind it, but it'd be a battery car behind it. A tank going down the battlefield with this big ass fucking battery. She's, she's <laughs> a fucking idiot. I don't know why we're still fucking listening to her. Um, how many fronts can we have at war on and still hope to win? We got a proxy war going on in Ukraine. Ukraine. We got shit gonna possibly going on in Israel. Yep. Now China's sending sending boats over to the Mediterranean, keep an eye on us, what we're doing. <laughs> Russia's pledging their fucking whatever to to the Palestinians. Yeah. And, and here's a question to the Palestinians. Their own fucking ethnic group. I'm not going to say their own kind, because I don't want to group all the Islam folk together. But their own kind doesn't want them. No, they, they are the no. fucking trailer trash yeah. of the Arab world. No, nobody wants to Saudi Arabia doesn't want them. And, 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 uh, and I get them. Syria doesn't want them. Egypt doesn't want them. Although I think Egypt will take them in the, in the future. Uh, Egypt's been the most open, the least open in the border. So it's probably Egypt. So they don't want them. Right. Um, and I get, you know, you can say 
these, these protesters, I guess my biggest issue is that they've, they've yet to make the distinction between Hamas and Palestine. Right. They say Palestine when they protest. Right. But you can't say Palestine when you protest and then gas all the Jews. Right. Because that sounds like you're talking more about Hamas if you really <laughs> want to have a distinction there. Right. So if that's your feeling that we should be gassing all the Jews, I'm thinking maybe the Jews might have a little something to say about that. Yep. The fact that the Jewish population of this country has gotten more fired up yet. Anyways. Yes, I am very disturbed by the fact of all the Palestinian protests across this country. Well, and it's not just a handful of people. There's hundreds of thousands. Well... Of people. I wanna, I'm going to tie your crane for a minute um, to this, yeah, to this discussion, and, and the reason being is when the when the democratically elected government was overthrowing Ukraine uh, with the backing of the CIA and the Obama administration, right. they used the 8% uh, Ukrainian Nazi uh, population, the estimated population of Ukraine to be Nazi uh, sympathizers and Nazi supporters is 8 to 9%. They were the eight to nine percent that caused. I don't. People, real people don't realize this, but it's well documented. That caused the revolution. Um, they were the ones. It wasn't the government troops that were firing on the protesters in the beginning. It was actually the Nazis dressed up. You know. Anyway, uh, and they take great claim that they were able to force, you know, the government out of power and put yeah. the government in power that it is now. Um, it was eight percent of the population. We're now looking at this very similar thing here in the United States, where. You're seeing a small percentage of the population, as you did in Nazi Germany, a small percentage of the population gains control and takes over things. And this is what's happening. With, and this is why I keep going back to being the progressive movement is the Fourth Reich. They do not, they hate Christians and they despise Jews. They hate Christians. Oh, yeah. And it's all based, you know, and it goes back, and I hate to bring it up because I tie to everything I can, but it's the truth. There's no appreciation for life on the progressive side and I can say that without no, a batting the eye because yeah. they are for abortion so, up to the so. very last minute to birth. So they they have no problem with a baby's throat being cut at the moment of birth, okay? This is what's happening and what happened with Hamas with the Israeli children. And this is why these progressives have no problem with it because they're used to it, they understand it, right. they have no respect for human life and that's the problem with the progressive movement. So and I was gonna, what I'm going to say is that no one should be surprised or shocked by the support for Hamas in the country because we, we get the same. We, we, I find it hard that you can be indignant about an Israeli child being beheaded but still be 100% behind Roe Wade and late-term abortion. There you go. It's basically the thing. We're killing, yep. we're killing, we're killing children by the hundreds of thousands. Yep. By the millions of years. Yes, we are. So you know, I get it. It's a little more. It's a scimitar and not a scalpel. Right. Or a suction or a Hoover or whatever. Horrible, not funny, but. But. I get it. <clears throat> how do you? If, if that isn't part of the, the hypocrisy, of of, our current left, I'm really not sure. What else is? I get it. And the fact that now, you know, all these protests and everyone's calling for a ceasefire. And and that's what I'm saying is... Uh, uh, so, and you got to ask yourself, 
is the timing just coincidental or are there coincidences but within what 48 hours of the house not having a speaker and coming to a grinding halt Hamas launches an attack that even if they have and they, they probably have a better understanding of our, our government system than most of our citizens do. Right. They know that Congress can't approve anything because Congress, the Congress congressional side of the House, isn't working right now and probably won't be working for a fucking while. This is, this is, there's, there's a much bigger plan going on here. Well, and here's, here's the thing. They, the latest, you know, Biden, when he went to the nation the other night and he wanted, Uh-oh. you know, uh, 106 or 100 oh, yeah. billion dollars. He's just, he's just a fucking uh, like 13 billion for Israel, and then another 61 billion for Ukraine. And we've already given Ukraine over 100 billion dollars. Um, here's the problem: with Ukraine, and I'm going to educate one real quick. Uh, does anyone know what the average age of the Ukrainian soldier is right now that's fighting uh, the Russian troops? Anybody? Uh, 18, 17, 38 years old. Really. This is the same exact age that Nazi Germany had during uh, 1943 when they were starting to lose the war because they were running out of manpower. And I said this before on the show that Ukraine does not have the population to support a long-term war. This is a losing gambit on our part. Um, if we really wanted the Ukrainians to win, they would have had every weapon in NATO's arsenary to win this war. They do not. They have a quarter of what we have available in, in terms of weapon this technology. Man. Okay, with that being said, the NATO plan is not for Russia to win. It's not for Ukraine to win. The NATO plan is to have Russia deplete itself to where it's no longer a threat to the, uh, what they consider a threat on the national stage. They want Russia depleted, and Ukrainian is a tool that we're using to do it. And just by using simple math and understanding what we've given them, anyone with a brain can see this. And when you look at the average age of the average Ukrainian soldier right now, you understand that they're out of manpower. In fact, they're now out of manpower where women are now forced to join the military in Ukraine. I don't know if you know this or not, but the females are now being drafted. Fact. So this is what's going on in Ukraine. They are running out of people, bodies. Their morale is so on, low on the Ukrainian side, they have the special units that are assigned to go to each combat unit. And if you're sick and trying to get into medical leave, you're forced back onto the front line. Um, there are kind of, there's diseases running through the ranks because no one's allowed medical care and they don't have enough medical care to begin with in the Ukrainian lines. So as much news you hear about the Russians taking beating, you're not hearing about what's going on the Ukrainian side. So things are very bad. Um, very, very bad. And Ukrainian is not a democracy. It, oh, is, no. it is a dictatorship. Oh, yeah. uh, pro, not pro, but uh, reporters who are reporting more uh, news, not just from the Ukrainian side, but the Russian side as well, are being jailed. There is a kill list, an official kill list from the Ukrainian government. And Jimmy Dore is on that kill list, by the way. Jimmy Dore, that does a Jimmy Dore show on YouTube, is on that official list. It's published uh, from the Ukrainian government of journalists that should be killed um, and are wanted uh, for spreading, uh, apparently, Russian propaganda. So... This is the government that we are spending our taxpayer money to support and keep in the power. What's more disturbing about this is the money that has been spent. We could have had universal health care in this country. Everyone could have health care. No more deductibles, no more bullshit. We could have solved uh, child hunger in this country. There'd be no child without 
three meals a day. We could have solved the homeless crisis that's in major cities across the nation at this point, including our own, with the money that's been spent. And these are all by government numbers, by the way. The math is there. This is a unbelievable raping of the American taxpayer money uh, for this Ukrainian conflict with Russia. So, Jeff kindly, and maybe even childishly, thinks <laughs> that all this money has been used to support the war effort. Oh, it can be used for all kinds and it's, of things. It's, it's, in my opinion, it's only a fraction has gone for the war effort, and a bulk of it has been grifted not only to Zelensky and his cronies, but back to Biden and his cronies, oh. and politicians right. on Capitol Hill and their cronies. Right. And I would be cynical enough to say that this is a dog and pony show by Putin and Zelensky to get as much money as humanly possible out of our country while depleting. I, I great, NATO's got a great plan, except the only problem with NATO's plan is it's doing the same thing to us. Right. Well, we're, we're NATO. This idea that there's a NATO is a ridiculous oh. joke at this fucking point. Okay. So, <laughs> all I'm saying is that right. if we're in a conflict, you think NATO's going to come to our benefit? Okay, I'll take that as a fucking... No. <laughs> um, we're the Germans. We don't want to get involved. <laughs> so, so we knew we knew, we knew uh, this was public. We, right. we, we gave Iran, Iran, six billion yeah, six billion dollars. And five prisoners. Yeah, yeah. For five of our people. Yeah. This is almost as horrible a deal as giving the merchant of death, I don't know if that was his name or not, weapons arm dealer oh, back to Russia. Back to Russia. For the trans basketball player. The anti American one. Well, trans. And right. the station not a trans. I don't know. I'm telling you, that's a guy. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, just I'm not saying that. Um, I big just Mike, know they were it's very, one of big, big it's one of big Mike's relatives. I'm just telling you. Anti American, I remember that. So they've changed their tune since then. Oh yeah. They've changed their tune since. So it wasn't as much public knowledge. But we also slipped our in three billion through the United Nations in some kind of humanitarian relief. And we opened up the oil taps for them. And opened up the oil taps. Yep. So it's not six, it's, it's three billion, it's nine billion total right. that went to those motherfuckers and gave them the ability to sell oil. Now asking for a hundred billion for Ukraine and Israel. I'm sorry. Does not Israel have some funds, don't they? <laughs> I get Ukraine's got some issues, but, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to go after the Jews for their reputation, <laughs> you got to give them credit for their reputation. And how can the only poor Jews in the world be in Israel at this time? I don't know how that's possible. Anyways, just saying, not being anti-Semitic, I just don't understand how that is that every single poor Jew is in Israel. And all the ones that have money are over here in the United States. This is a great time to be a arms manufacturer in the United States. They're monkey. Well, the military... let me get the merchant of death on the goddamn phone and see what we can do about that. <laughs> the military industrial complex is making money hand over fist between Ukraine and, and, and oh, yeah. the There's a there's an uh, ammunition plant right here in Scranton, Pennsylvania. People don't realize that. It's running 
24 hours now, seven days a week. Right. Ammunition. For for the war effort. Right. In Ukraine. But if right. but if there's a civilian ammunition <laughs> plant in the United States, yeah. Yeah. someone keeps blowing these fuckers yeah. up. Yeah. So there's no ammunition for the citizens. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Uh, let's. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on the side page right now. Never going to side page. Okay. Uh, actually, I need to. Fill me up with the melon, the melon, Mr. Boston Melon. Boston Melon, Boston Melon, next to beef eaters. <laughs> so, listening to Bite Bart News on the way in today, and there was a person talking about the 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 problem with Palestine and how they feel and you know what what justifies what they did. Blah, blah. So, and I said to myself, Yeah, that sounds familiar. That they are in a country that they really don't have a lot of control over. And yeah, Hamas is there, but they pretty much run the show and it's not what they all, the majority don't feel that way. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like the Palestinian, I feel like a Palestinian. I feel that I am in a country that I don't recognize anymore. And that the, the current political situation is not running the government how like I think it should be run, and how 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 a free American should feel be run. That that there is apparently fifty percent of us, and unfortunately the ones that voted for Trump, <laughs> that feel like the Palestinians feel about Hamas, and that they're just they're stuck. It's unfortunate, but they're stuck. And what if we were to take? And this is all hypothetical. So just get your panties untwisted. <laughs> so this is all hypothetical. But what if we, as the oppressed American citizens, did what Palestine did and take matters into their own hand and do a early morning attack on those members of our society that are oppressing us? I'm not for violence. <laughs> I'm not for violence either, but you know, get that out on the air right now. I, I, and I said it's hypothetical, so tell them to shut the fuck up. Um, that shot's hitting them pretty hard, folks. <laughs> meanwhile, we've let eight million or more illegal illegal immigrants, illegal aliens. Well, I think they didn't crash. They didn't crash in New Mexico. They didn't come over on a flying saucer. <laughs> There's not alien technology involved. They just walk across the goddamn fucking border to our country. We let them come in. Well, and these are. I think you need to have a bigger heart. These I need a shot. They're human beings and they're displaced and they they, they need our help. And what better people to help I, than the taxpayers? I of need I need our help. What are you talking about? You are a white privileged motherfucker. Oh, not not you the, and you live on that hill. And I in expect your that, and I expect that out of one percent like you. Yeah, you live on that hill. I in expect that out of one percent like you. Yeah, yeah. you can see this, folks. This mansion he's got, right? It's up on top of the hill. He's oversees the valley. It's one of those yeah, fuckers. Yeah, there's at least at least uh, eight or nine of the rainbow flags in our neighborhood. <laughs> so we're right in LBGTPQ plus territory. Anyways, I'm just saying, we've let. A boatload of people in. A small percentage are women and children. Of the women and children we let in, most of them have been sex trafficked. 
to other people in the United States or out of the United States. So most of the people coming in are males of combat age that are just running willy-nilly around our country. And I think, I know it's paranoid, I know it's tinfoil, Kevlar foiled <laughs> hat, paranoia, but if I see a paraglider anywhere in the vicinity, <laughs> I'm shooting the fucker down. <laughs> Or a hot air balloon, because I think that's more more possible. Remember, there's, a, speedy, there's a lot of hot. There's a speedy festival. Well, you know what? Don't August, they may not want to run it in August, because <laughs> they might be sniped out of the air. Because hot air balloons are a big thing. Yeah. Okay, folks, he's joking. Just so you're aware. There's I am joking. He's joking 100. percent Just so you're aware. I, I will not shoot them down. <laughs> so, yeah, um, and we're just. The Palestinian protest, they, that really bothers me. No, I, I it get it. Really, it really, really bothers me. And, and all the stuff that's going on, it's like the summer of 2020 again. Yep. They haven't started destroying cities yet, right? but it's got to be next on the list of things to yeah, do. Yeah, there's more to come. If they're following the, the BML yep. playbook, yep. destroying cities will be the next thing to do. It'll take cops switching their mentality from just gunning down black people <laughs> Jesus to, gu- to gunning down He's joking again, to bro. gunning down the Arabs yeah, right. that they pull over. Oh, don't. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's I'm, joking. So I'm anyway, um, you know, there's a listener. Uh, I don't know if she's on tonight or not. I don't think she is. I don't think he's just Deb. Deb, you know I'm joking. Yeah, I'm just he's, he's trying joking to make Deb. a point. Um, but there's another listener um, that has uh, a background in... Um, Law enforcement, extensive, extensive background in law enforcement, actually. And uh, this particular person has made comments before about a certain sheriff. Um, and uh, I have to say something. Um, I actually had an encounter recently at a, at a funeral, of all things, um, with that particular person. And um, I immediately picked up on dark energy. I cannot tell you. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a very nice yeah. person. I'm a very friendly person. I'm friendly with everybody. And uh, um, something's not right there, so I'm going to say. I don't know how else to put it, but something's not right there. Uh, n- people aren't always what they seem in the public. No, you know? absolutely and, not. Uh, it was a really weird feeling, and, and it happened twice um, at, that, at that event. I'm like, holy fuck, what, what's this about? You know, I'm like... This is very weird. So anyway, uh, just remember, uh, people put on a great public, you know, politicians put on a great public appearance. They're not always what they seem to be. Absolutely. Um, and I think most people are aware of that, you know, and we'll kind of leave it at that. So, so we're talking about things. We're talking about throwing things out there. So everyone, well, most people know, we know. So Trump's got, I don't know, four or five indictments. At least. Like 97 counts of whatever. It's he's helping him, which is crazy. His poll numbers are And actually, I think Trump, Trump could do anything from acquitted, which would be the right thing to do, to the death sentence. Right, yeah. Um, the big news, and they really haven't responded, the big news is that I think at least two or three of his co-defendants in Georgia have taken plea deals. Yes, they have. What the media isn't telling you is that their plea deals have absolutely nothing with election tampering. Yep. They've taken plea deals for 
other things. Mm -hmm. And they're not tiny. The headlines are just, took a plea deal, took a plea deal, took a plea deal. Right. But there's nothing, there's still no evidence that there was election tampering, election fraud, interference, whatever. Um, I just, and then our own state attorney general, you know, and then again, these people are just, I will, I will refer to my Britain, British brothers when I say this. These people are just cunts. <laughs> Bottom line, cunts. We'll sit there and say, two years after the fact, I did not campaign on singling out this guy. And then they play four or five clips, a montage, right. of her at political rallies, right. at political commercials, yep. saying she's going after Trump yep. and his family. Yep. They, I... I really think that the Democratic Party um, thought that if they if they hit him from so many different angles from many, so many different states, uh, again, it's all it's all Democrats. There's no independents and zero Republicans that no. launch any kind of uh, indictment against Trump. It's all no. Democrats, and they did it purposely, trying to destroy his credibility. Remember, if you can't kill somebody, you destroy their credibility, and that's how you deal with them. Unfortunately, it's backfired. It actually so increased his, his poll that, numbers, which is amazing. And you know what? Here's here's the testament, though, and here's the silver lining to all this. Let me finish this statement. I will. I'll let you finish. Okay, so the poll numbers have gone up for him okay. a ridiculous amount, and it's a testament to the American voters' intelligence because they see what's going on. They're like, wait a minute. All oh, this can't be true. There's just possibly no way one man could do all this that they're saying he did. They know this can't be true. So now they understand that, hey, the fix is in. Yeah. The fix is in. And this is why his poll numbers are through the roof, in my opinion. Yeah. So, this is why I'm saying there's a big mic. <laughs> big mic surprise. Oh, God. Yeah, big Mike surprise. Apparently, he's got a big surprise. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna pull out every stop. They're gonna play on every heartstring, and Big Mike's gonna come out as a trans <laughs> African American. And the reason they kept it hidden for so long is because there was such a homophobic, transphobic, transphobic uh, attitude in the country that she never liked until her her boyfriend Barack was was president. That was the first time she was ever proud of her country. Um, I'm just done now. They, they've got to, they've got to put a person in that'll justify a record number. To, she'll, she'll get more votes than Biden did. I, I disagree. She will get more votes than Biden did because every day the trans population in this country doubles in percentage. Um, I, I'm disagreeing with you. I, I think it's the, the exact opposite. I think that the country's heading to the right. They're running away from this woke shit, um, and you're starting to see it more and more in the media. It's actually covering stories where uh, because athletes don't agree with this, it's this trans. I'm telling you right now, America's running away. They've had enough of the left woke shit. They're done, and they see the disaster that's happening on the world stage with Afghanistan and now you know Iran. You know, causing all this shit, and Iran's responsible. And I think Russia probably had a hand in it too. Um, and then you know, right now, you know, we got to worry about. We haven't talked about it tonight, but. There has never been, and I said this last October, I said October of 2022, I said, we sure really watch what China does. Oh, yeah. And now we're in October 2023. There's never, there's never been a better time for China to invade Taiwan than right now. 
We are engaged in Ukraine yeah. with money. We Good are reason. engaged with money too, and assets too soon. with Israel in the too Mediterranean. Soon. Too soon. Tanya. It's too soon. Never a better time. Too soon. Better, never a better time. The only better time would be when Biden actually steps down because of quote-unquote health reasons. That will be the only better time other than this right now. Too soon. Well, I don't think so. It's too soon because China's invasion of Taiwan has to correspond, has to correspond within six weeks of the election. <laughs> I don't think it will. Because they will no. they will cancel the elections. No. Because we will be at war. We'll have an election. They will not have an election in the middle of wartime. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that a Trump ticket will win. Meaning either Trump... Either not if they stop either, the election before it happens. No. They got the Senate. They got no. the Senate votes. The Senate won't stop it. No. It'll... It'll happen. The House is still in case. We'll probably still be looking for a goddamn speaker a year from now. They they just dropped the other guy today, an hour. Oh yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah. He had. He was even less. <laughs> this guy's been the majority. Or, well, Trump came he's out been the, He's been the Republican right. whip. Right. For for decades. Right. Right. No one has more intimate knowledge of the House than this guy. Trump came out against him. And, that was it. That's it. and Trump came out against and him. And he today. got. He 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 had twenty six votes against him. I don't know what McCarthy, or not McCarthy, I don't know what Jordan's final 20-something was. I know right. it was 21 day, right. and then the next day he was down to 22, right. and I think he said, I'm getting the fuck out before it gets any worse. Right. And then he put this other guy in. Yeah. So, all I'm going to say, and, guy, they, and they don't make it easy. Right, this guy didn't even make it to the floor. Though. No, I know. He pulled out. Because Trump, Trump came out against him today. Okay. Trump said, no, this can't be the guy. All right, so, I need to know, I need to find <coughs> a legitimate means of communication to get in touch with... <laughs> Chip Roy, or any of these other ones that are kind of running the rodeo down here, <laughs> and tell them it's time to do something we've never done before. <laughs> it's time we've never done before, and we need to bring in an outsider to wrangle these cats. Because it's like herding cats. Someone said it's like herding sheep. I'm like, that's not even a thing. Herding sheep? What the fuck are you talking about? It's herding cats, you goddamn idiot. Herding cats. Herd these cats. They need someone to run shotgun over these assholes. And so it's all, you know, a main, one of the main jobs of the speaker is to raise money. Why is that? No wonder we can't get anything fucking done. Your main job should be, should be there in Washington with your foot up <coughs> as many people's asses as need to be is to get the job done and get them on the same goddamn page. Okay, so maybe you're aware of this and maybe you aren't. I don't know. But every year... Or every election series, okay, you get new Congress, some mm-hmm. freshmen, they've never been yeah. there before, they get re- or some get reelected, okay. So the new freshmen come in, the first thing that they're shown, and this is true fact, folks, this is not uh, some conspiracy theory, uh, this is actually how it works, and there's actually documentaries on this, um, and made by Congress people and former Congress people, yeah. so we know this is fact. I know you heard of so, this, yeah. The Democratic and Republican side um, actually have rented buildings. Uh, I don't know if they rent them or own them, but regardless. And in these, they have offices set up, and they're small cubicles. And there's a phone system in their computer. And what you're expected to do when you come into office is you're expected to spend X amount of hours a week, uh, preferably each day, calling donors after you've just been elected, by the way. Calling donors set up for the next election cycle, right? This is what goes on. And you're expected to do this. If you're not, if you're not doing this, you're not considered a good Republican or a good Democrat. You don't get any appointments to any of the House seats uh, or any of the committees. So sorry, uh, you do not get any funding for your next campaign, or you get very little funding. Um, and this is how they hold it against you. And this is how these parties hold power. It's ridiculously bad. 
So. <laughs> you need to be in there, yeah. Yeah. Because the first thing you see is my size 11 combat boot <laughs> being shoved up their asses. Yeah. I got no problem call, making calls, but they need to be on board with things we need to do. Right. You know? And, you know, even Matt Gates, which I love listening to him talk because he talks a lot of shit, but explain to me, explain to me how in... What's it? October? Eight months. Right? We, I mean, it took us 15 tries, but we got a Speaker of the House within the first month. So, February. Let's say mid-February. Right, let's right. say mid-February. How, in that amount of time, you couldn't herd the cats to push through the things you said you were going to push through? And, it, and you didn't guarantee that they get through. Right. He guarantee they bring them to the floor and get a vote on it. Right. So how how did and again? This is why I didn't feel horrible per se when they got rid of. How do you not ensure that the term limit bill doesn't at least get out of a committee and onto the floor for a vote, even though you know it'll never get through the Senate. Right. Right. And it may not even get through the fucking House. But you did what you said you were going to do yeah, right. and bring it forward. Why did they not start working on, and I get it, it's a lot of work. I'm not, I'm not belittling the work that goes in it. But why did they not start working on these 12 different appropriation bills yep. while the Democrats worked on their one big omnibus bill? Right. I, see, and this is why I'm saying I'd be okay with this. Because <laughs> I worked for Walmart for 15 Frickin' years. As a manager, though. As a manager. As a manager. Okay. I understand if if you give if you give your, give your word and you can get something done, you got to get it done. You got to get it done somehow. So, again, I don't feel horrible, but, you know, he still has it. Other than releasing the January 6th videos to Tucker Carlson, he didn't make them available to everyone. Even Tucker Carlson made them available to everyone. Except they're slipping out. They're getting more out now. Right. Did you see the recent one that made it out? No, I didn't. Ah! So there's a scene where there is the D.C. police, right? D.C. police. In their, you know, lime yellow vests in the Capitol building telling people it's time to go. People, time to go. You've been in. Time to... And these people are stopping. They're turning around and they're leaving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seems like they're being pretty cooperative there. Just want to take a look around at their Capitol building. They <laughs> paid for it. Meanwhile, we have hundreds of Palestinian protesters go in and have to be forcibly removed. Yep. And I guess my only problem is not one of them got shot. No. <laughs> nope, they didn't. Nope. They'll shoot down an Air Force officer, I don't know if she was an officer, but she was right. whatever, through a window for no reason. He was safe behind a door in glass. They had to break the glass to shoot her. I get it. They had Palestinian flags. They didn't have buffalo, water buffalo helmets <laughs> like, like the Flintstones had for their water buffalo lodge that they weren't carrying the speaker's podium around. There's a souvenir. 
but they had to be forcibly removed. Yep. And they were let in. They were let in by that Talib whatever chick. Yeah, yeah. Let in. Yeah, she's a terrorist. And then the fucking eat not for, not for that, but prior to that, when they were trying to right. stop stop the vote on the the budget, right. that freaking idiot that pulled the fire alarm thing was gonna open the fire door. Yeah. You know what? Terrorist. If you even excuse the fact that they pulled the fire alarm to right. open the fire door, right. he should be re- just for that stupidity. But, but, but. That's a major. No. Right. No, because we have John fucking Fetterman <laughs> in the government. <laughs> John fucking Fetterman, who gets a special dispensation to wear cutoffs and a hoodie to work. How is that putting our best foot forward to the world? And then he goes, oh, this was the great, I, I don't know if you saw it. He goes on, on if it was Conan or Kimball or whoever, or, or uh, Steve, Steve Carell or Steve, whatever. Is that late night show? Right. In in his cutoff workout, just came from the gym, went to the, and he said to the host, "You may not know this, but they're not sending the best and brightest to Washington." <laughs> I know. I just see that part. Yeah. Check out the monitor that's in the TV show. <laughs> you sitting there in his cutoffs. Yeah, you you've yeah. not sent yeah, the it. best and brightest to Washington. Yeah. And how are we not how are we not doomed? How does this not end? Their shots are hitting you. They are no, I yeah, because I'm. <laughs> How does this? How does this? How does this end well? Yeah, who knows? You know, futures a river with many, many twists and turns and possibilities. So, I'd never lose hope. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. 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 Uh, there's been a lot about Trump in the news lately. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Even he got he got fined because he violated the gag order. And uh, his co-defendants are taking pleas, but they're not for anything really criminal against what he's going to be charged with. Uh, I'm not sure what the next thing is they're going to hit him with. But when, oh, then, yeah, Mar-a-Lago's $18 million. Are you fucking, are you kidding me? <laughs> really? Yeah. A judge doesn't understand that the appraisal amount for taxes and the actual physical appraisal amount of your building are two separate two things. Two separate things, yep. Yep. And they're usually at least 10% different. Like, if Alani's house was worth 70000 her tax appraisal would be 7000 Right. Or whatever. So if the judge is looking at the tax appraisal as $18 million, you need to tack a zero and a few decimal points onto that. Sure enough. Anyways, so so uh, well, my uh, my final thing is I do not think Michelle Obama will be the Democrat. No, nope, Big Mike will. No, okay, whatever. Uh, I believe that a Trump in Trump driven ticket, and I'm not saying Trump himself, but a Trump driven ticket will win. 
uh, either Trump himself or um, Trump is involved some way. Uh, but uh, I have no doubt in my mind it will be a Republican president in the future. So zero doubt in my mind, actually. Absolutely, 100% zero sure. doubt. And you know, I've been in favor of the whole woman vice president thing with Trump. Okay. But, but, I don't think it's going to be Nikki Haley. Well, he's I been, could be wrong. He's been adamant. He's been right. adamant that right. she fucked up. No, it, that's fine. She fucked but up. It's, uh, Again, it could I, don't be think became, Owens. I don't think it became his own. Um, it could be Ricky. What the hell is her name? I can't remember. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Lake. Not going to be Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Is it Ricky Lake? No, it's not going to be Ricky Lake or Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake's running for the senator. Carrie Lake. Yeah. Carrie Lake's running for the senator. So she's already got yeah. her pokers in the fire. Right. Sadly, I don't think it'll be Tulsi. No, probably not. Although she's been laying low. Yeah, she's been laying low. I think. I think. Michelle Obama. No. Okay. The one person they kept out, kept out, purposely kept out of the GOP debates was Larry Elder. What the hell is that? He's from California. He's tried to run for governor a couple times. He's a black guy. Oh, very, very it's opinion. not going to be a male. Mm. It won't be. Nah, I guarantee you. I, gu- I guarantee you it won't be a male. I, I'm, I'm writing in paper. I guarantee on this day, guarantee not to be a male. Guarantee yeah, no, sign it. J O. It's gonna be Tulsi. It's gonna be Tulsi, then. It's gonna be Tulsi. All right. Well, uh, I'm pretty much out of stuff. I am out of stuff. Yeah, you know, like you keep going on and on. Well, not on, but I keep yelling uh, stuff. I'm but uh, keep on investigating for those out there. Uh, Absolutely. You know, get in the woods, uh, get in the uh, haunted houses, uh, look into the sky, never stop looking. Oh, me and Heather did actually have an incredible UFO encounter. Holy shit! I forgot to bring this up. Uh, maybe I did talk about it on another show. I don't Thank think you. it was during the summer. Did I tell you about this? Mm, maybe. Okay. Um, Start story. Okay, so I'm outside around the campfire one night. Heather mm-hmm. hadn't come out yet. She's in the house reading a book or some shit. And uh, it's probably about 10, 10.30 at night. And all of a sudden, I see... And it wasn't Starlink because I went to the Starlink map, by the way. Um, these objects flying in formation. And just they're going up like a train. And it was a Starlink. I mean, if it makes sense, one more time I said this because I went to the Starlink map to know where they were that night after I saw this because I wanted to make sure it was any Starlink. I've seen Starlink before and this was completely different. These were incredibly bright objects and they were going extremely fast and there was a shitload of them. And I remember going, someone's got to see this besides me. I ran in the house and I said, the Heather went like this and I ran back out and she came flying out behind me and she ran up behind me and grabbed me. And I'm looking up in the sky, and she's looking up, and she feel my heart. She told me later she feel my heart pounding. And she could see it, too, and she's like, and I could hear her say, like, oh, my God, what the hell is that? And this, this just went on, I mean, literally for about two minutes. It was an incredible light show. And they were not Starlink because, again, <laughs> we checked the right. trackers, and there's like five trackers you can check. It wasn't even close. And it was just an amazing thing to see. We both saw it. It was crystal clear night. Um, and literally, when you think about a two-minute period of these objects going that fast, I literally probably at least 100 of them. It was, it was an amazing sight to see, you know, so. And I had a witness, so it was nice. It was nice. So. One of the best sightings I've had. I've had numerous sightings, but that was really one of the best ones. Yeah. So, pretty nice. cool. Yep. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so, yeah, just just to say it again, just to say it again. Myself, and I feel like I can speak for Jeff, are not 
phobic. We are not phobic. We're not homophobic. We're not transphobic. We're not Arabophobic. We are not. We're not phobic. I had we, we don't yeah. appreciate things that we see. Right. And we got problems with some of the things we see. Absolutely. And we got problems with some of the people that do those things. Yep, we do. But, but, like I've always said, if you just leave me alone, quit taking my fucking money, yep. and let me live my life the rest of whatever little bit I got left, I'm fine. But these people keep going out of their motherfucking way <laughs> to upset me! Right. I, uh, I live under the simple philosophy that... Uh, Man will stop preying on man when man learns how to pray for man. So that's my philosophy. Man will stop preying on man when man learns how to pray for man. Um, and that's, I think, what we need to do as uh, a society and as a, as a race is uh, start praying for each other and get away from uh, preying on each other. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm out. You're out. I'm out. Jeff and I, keep in mind, we are 100% right. 50% of the time. And we do. We want peaceful solutions. Um, but right now, the human race sucks. Yep. Absolutely sucks. So, on that cheerful note, uh, we'll get together again at some point. Yep. And no guarantee, but we will. Yep. And hopefully, uh, we're not on anyone's kill list. <laughs> Although we might be on Zelensky's, out to check. Yeah, we're going to be on. Have to get on the dark web and check Zelensky's. We're going to be on it shortly. Um, so. Undoubtedly, we've gotten banned off fucking YouTube again. Um, even though Mark Zuckerberg has said that the fact checkers <laughs> just offer opinions, not really facts. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we violated uh, community standards across the board today. Yep. Absolutely. So did. we apologize for that. Yeah. It wasn't our intent. Yeah. No, uh, but we know that's <laughs> But we know that's where we go <laughs> once we get started. So. Your fucking standard. Fuck off. <laughs> so, have a good night, folks. Keep looking at the skies. Keep looking for those ghosts. They're out there. Don't let anyone tell you different. Have a good night. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.